From the streets of Kiev, Ukraine. No, I'm just kidding. I am Tito Labine, alive here in uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota. This is the Impulse Show, and with me, as always, Jeffrey Keeble. As always, love it. Here forever. And also with us again, we are blessed. Song through Echo. We have Lyle Keeble. Daddy's home. I'm back again. What's up, dudes? What up? What up? What up, man? I feel like we have a lot to unpack today. Uh, A little bit. I feel like I haven't talked to you or seen you in forever. Well, uh, I think that's because somebody took a break from Call of Duty. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I was going to say it had to be done finally. (laughs) (laughs) I finally pulled the trigger. Finally, finally knew when to say no. <laughs> I feel like once we got that triple crown win, it was kind of like a satisfactory, like, you know, we can, we can take a break now. Or I have to finish a certain project. Which is going really good right now. I'm really enjoying it actually. So it's not, oh, not yeah. I, I held it off for three months. So it's been longer. Is that kind of like months. an addiction thing too, where like if you stop doing it, you can, you start to realize you know, how great life can be. Like if you stop gambling and, you know, kind of just war zone addictions. I think it's the war zone addiction. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's definitely the war zone addiction. <laughs> you know, Lyle said it perfect. We had to stop playing Call of Duty in the morning. Got to play it at night like normal people. Yeah. <laughs> and I think and I think me going back to work full time too. Uh <laughs> yeah. Kind of um see it's you. No more bad, bad no morning drops. No bad, morning drops. Bad influencer right here. Yeah, that's that's who you are, man. You're uh, what is it? Enabler. I am not an enabler. I am. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was I've been trying all week to get you guys to go all back on. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. Even today, uh, even tonight, I gave maybe. him. <laughs> I gave him till Friday. For what? By Friday, he's gonna play. Should we bet? We already do got a bet in here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Someone took no. the under already. Yeah. Why am I not surprised? <laughs> like, I'm gonna win some money. I'm gonna do it. What's today. the bet? Would you say Friday? I said Friday. They took the Ooh. under. <laughs> All right. I should. I should text Jazz and be like, hey. Hey. Not even tell him there's a bet. Oh, I can't say his name anymore. He's gonna sue us. He said. <laughs> Fuck. We'll bleep it out. Yeah. Beep. And, then, and then he said that uh, if if I bring up the lawsuit, he'll then not sue us. So I was like, I was like, we'll 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 pay you back for your uh, allotted time here on the on the <laughs> impulse show. We already slipped up. Yep. Our yep. bad. Our bad. I know because he kept playing it back for me and I kept hanging up on him last night. I was like, I didn't hear anything. I didn't hear anything. <laughs> so I should get my uh, former roommate to uh, to just absolutely hound you. Yeah. So uh, how was how was your weekend, brother? It was good. Uh, just kind of. Uh, Don't say just relaxed. Kind of. <laughs> yeah. Another relaxed weekend. <laughs> another relaxed weekend. Got some Kool-Aid popcorn. Studied, uh, you know, Corinthians 846. <laughs> you know, just you did, uh, did, did what I needed to do. Why can't you have a normal weekend? You tell me, bro. Like, 
What no, do you think I, my problem is? Let's let's do a quick therapy sesh. Three minute therapy sesh. All right. All right. I'll call Lizzo. Okay. <laughs> he goes, I'll call Lizzo. <laughs> Easy to talk to. Yeah. Easy to get talked into things. I don't yeah. do this anymore. I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I'm over it. <laughs> you drove across the state of Wisconsin just to drink. <laughs> the snowstorm. Yeah, yeah. The, snowstorm. <laughs> the windshield wipers. Yeah, yeah. Are fluid. <laughs> I ran out. It was like I could barely see, dude. It was just a, a straight, it was like gray and fuzzy. And I told uh, my former roommate, I was like, hey man, I was like, we gotta get off now. And I go in and it was the last bottle. I kid you not, last bottle of washer fluid. And then you had car troubles. You're like, and then I had car troubles. You're like triple, uh, triple threat. Yep, yep. Got the, got the, the, the cow grease curse. I ended up having some issues while I was in Milwaukee. Some, <laughs> had, to, had to replace spark plugs. Some, I'm glad it was only spark plugs though. It wasn't anything worse. Yeah. I was hoping for worse. So you could kind of sober up. I was, <laughs> I was drinking more. I was drinking more. <laughs> I forgot my uh, laptop charger, so I wouldn't have been able to work on Monday, even if I wanted to work from home. And uh, so I was prepared to, if I had to um, put in PTO. But thankfully, <laughs> where we were staying, the guy knew how to change our spark. Well, he had he had the tools for it, first of all, to change it. And then he got the spark plugs changed. And then we went and did virtual golf. And let me tell you, dude, even though that I've been at the gym, like I've been like running, like dude, running incline. <laughs> We're old, Jeffrey, man. We got to start fucking warming up. <laughs> like, we got to start old. warming up by throughout your Dog, back almost. I took a mighty swing <laughs> right off the bat and I fucking felt my hamstring and it wasn't, it wasn't the, the one that I, wait, was it the one? No, it wasn't the one that I pulled. It was my right hamstring because it was just, it was cold and dehydrated and uh, I drank the night before and took a big old mighty swing and I was like, ah, oh. and then I had to like try <laughs> and I had to try and uh, virtual golf. Jesus. So, I love it. And then we went to Appleton and I fixed my hair. Yeah, I seen that. Yeah. I actually you, went out like that. You fixed your whole get up, I seen. Yep. Buttoned it up straight to the top. Uh-huh. It looked like a certain somebody. Who's that? Can't say his name on here. Get a mic. Oh, okay. I might get sued. <laughs> get a mic. Yeah, or my asshole. Mike gets sued. <laughs> I, I literally walked up to the bar. And I was like, "Hi, hey, can I get a Miller Light, please?" Like, I see your ID. I was like, mm, "Sure." Is that how you talk the whole like, night? My ID, and they all looked at me. He's like, "You're 31." I was like, "Yeah." Me <laughs> 32. I was like, "Yeah." Uh, like, what the hell is wrong with this guy? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I grabbed it with two hands too. I was like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> "Yeah, you, you got a problem." A good problem. Party. I was pretty hungover on Sunday. Well, get you it. You guys all, sounded get, like get, it. Get it all. Yeah, you did sound like it. Well, you guys played one game. You're like, I, I gotta get off. Dog, I was so <laughs> exhausted, man. Because I, I couldn't use the cruise control the whole way on Thursday. Five and a half hours, dude, of just feathering it, working the pedal, <laughs> just feathering it. He's like, you should see my yeah. calf. Yeah. <laughs> well, inside thigh, bro. I never had that kind of work before. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but no, then we got that that triple threat crown on uh, on Monday in Colorado. Monday made up for yep. it. Yep, yep. And then I vowed, I vowed for the people to not play Call of Duty until I got Rush Part Three done. Now people can stop asking us. Yep, about it. Yep. <laughs> so yep, a 
official. Yeah. Official. Yeah. So. I seen the first five, ten minutes of it, however long it is. It's pretty good so far. Yeah, we're getting good. There. Yeah. 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 You know, I think what it was is I was sad. And I didn't want to <laughs> edit while I was sad. You know what sad. you need. Been sad for six months. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Yeah, when was Labor Day? Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> you're, and you were hounding me about my project. <laughs> Good to me. Yeah, but the quality is the difference. The quality. Oh, no, no. <laughs> the quality is the difference. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, I'm shit, sorry. I'm man. sorry. If it wasn't for you, we wouldn't even push to do this. So no, you you stop it. You stop it. I'm gonna cry. Now we're just now we're just now we're being too nice. <laughs> now we're being too nice. Yeah, but no, nobody wants that. You got a compliment from Champ Off Road. Yeah, too. yeah. I we we did. released uh, Kyle that. Cheney. I, like, <gasps> I know. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> hey, then that that gained a lot of traction too. It was like a hundred yeah. hundred downloads right off the rip first day. Oh really? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Dude, I really enjoyed that one. That was fun. Yeah, that yeah. was good. I mean, all of them are fun, but that one, like, it it just was really good. Yeah. No, it was definitely us three have a vibe together. Yes. Yes. And, and like I said, it. it's just his little like cause he's so like, you know, blah 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 blah. And then he adds a little like at the end of it, yeah, just like son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm in. <laughs> Instead of a bitch, I'm in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, you could be. You could tell him something dumb, and he's like, "So you're saying you're trying to like jump this with this, and then he wanted to do that, and he'd be like, well, can I go first? Like he'd say some shit like yeah. that." <laughs> no, no, it was definitely, yeah, it was definitely. I think we're getting better though, too, as uh, as the uh, podcast is as we do more podcasts too. So yeah, we're just flowing a lot better. You know, and he was even in a bad mood. So yeah, he was in a bad mood. He started yeah. out as a bad mood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dude, I went back and I listened to that and I fucking lost it again. When we were talking about like a new UTV and you were like, Oh, is that the one that you stripped? Yeah. Like the, like the bulb? <laughs> <laughs> is that what you're working on right now? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, just got got to poke at it a little bit, a little bit. But uh, but yeah, were you writing? What are you writing? Oh, uh, just uh, just a couple notes on uh, on how I want to proceed with uh, today's episode. Yeah, yeah. But no, no. Back to the camp off road. Uh, comment though. Yeah, congratulations, brother. Thank you. Yeah. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be anywhere near where I am without without you guys. No, this is all you. I'm just a tech guy. I'm just mm. here to be a filler. <laughs> yeah. See? Provided See? occasional giggle. Yep. Yep. <laughs> that's, that's all we are. Yep. Just uh, we're here to make yep. sure this podcast goes on and lives. Listen, listen. I, like I said, I wouldn't be here without you guys. Jay Schaefer wouldn't have gotten that whole shot if it wasn't for his, uh, for, for his crew. For his crew. <laughs> for lots, of crew. Lot, lots of matzah. Lots of matzah. He hadn't jumped at the opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, but, no. Uh, that was really cool, though. Um, it's awesome. I, I, hope to, I hope to keep it up, and I hope to keep uh, doing those and, and, and making them good. And I just literally just, like, write as I think. Yeah, no, no, that's... Uh, 
No, I think that's what makes our podcast stand out is everyone's just curious about your introductions. Yeah, I guarantee you that's <laughs> half the listens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> soon as you listen to it, then they, then yeah, they shut it down. Yeah, they're like, okay, that, that was Where's that his funny. intro at? Yeah. <laughs> Let me hear how he brings this person in. God, are these guys ever going to stop fucking talking? <laughs> uh, Henderson actually, like, uh, after he'd done the episode, he was like, hey, man, he's like, I felt like I just babbled on, man. He's like, if I ever get to the point where I'm just talking, just tell me, like, shut the fuck up. I was like, whoa, hey, hey, man. I was like, dude, no. I was like, we want that. We want to hear, like, from you. Like, they hear enough of us. Yeah, you know? they don't want to hear We want to hear from you guys. I'm right. Call of Duty, Alcoholics, Gambling Anonymous. Like, they, they know the whole yeah. thing. Snow Cross. <laughs> <laughs> they know what we're all about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we might spice it up, maybe... Throw yeah. a line or two while while we're doing the no. Yeah. <laughs> you hear me in the background? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and our next guest. <laughs> next guest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Smacking myself. Come on, Tito. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> we can do this. <laughs> yeah. Hey. On other good news, though, guess what? What? Guess what, Tito? Tell me. ASMR. ASMR. Tell me. You have to listen to ASMR. We got some. Uh, What'd you get? We got some good news coming our way. Ooh, what kind of good news? We all in. We're oh. all in. You heard it here. All of us. All of us. First. We're all in and what? In it? We're in it We're to in win it. it. What's the good news? I'm curious. No. Can't yeah. tell anybody yet? We got sponsors. What? What? We do got sponsors? We, we got sponsor. We oh, do? We got, <laughs> <laughs> we got sponsor. <laughs> That's right. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. We got our first sponsor. Yes, we do. Our first sponsor of the show, despite, like you said, alcoholics, gamblers, anonymous. Tito's after hours. Got it. We got it. We fucking did so, it. We rise. <clears throat> do I get to do the uh, the first ad read? The first. The first, first ever ad read. Let's fucking do it. Let's do it. All righty. <clears throat> you guys might be a little surprised at uh, what I'm about to say. Because <laughs> it definitely doesn't fit the show. <laughs> <laughs> They believe in us. We believe in them. Yep. No, so, exactly. without further ado, <clears throat> Northwood Blooms is an online wildflower florist providing unique alternatives to fresh flowers for weddings, home decor, and gifts. These wood flowers are so versatile that Northwood Blooms has created custom florals for hometown weddings here in Wisconsin, elopements in Colorado, and Central Park, and even centerpieces for King Kincaid's pits. Go check out what wildflowers are capable of on Instagram and Facebook with the handle wildbloom or at Northwood Blooms. Shop on northwoodblooms.com. That's N-O-R-T-H-W-O-O-D-B-L-O-O-M-S dot com. And use the code Impulse Show to receive free shipping on your next order. Impulse Show for the code is all one word. I-M-P-U-L-S-E-S-H-O-W. Go to northwoodblooms.com now. Bro. Ooh. Boom. <laughs> and Boom. they are presenting our next guest here. Do we got him? Yes. Do we got him? 
Uh, I don't know. Did you send the invite? I don't know. I thought you were sending the invite. Oh, I send the invite. You want me to send the invite? I don't have, yeah, I don't have his uh, email. Jesus. I don't have his contacts. Oh, wait, you, yeah. All right, hold on. That was a good first ad read, though. Yeah, yeah, good. 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 <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of a hiccup. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. We got to work on this. <laughs> but that is exciting. Yeah, Northwoods, Northwoods Bloom. Yep, like Northwood in, Bloom. Northwood Bloom? Northwoods. <laughs> is it Pam? Blooms. Is it Pam or Pan? Pa- panned. I can help out here. <laughs> it is Northwood Bloom. <laughs> yeah, it was. That's a, it's exciting. Is are, you, what it is. are you are you inviting him or am I? <laughs> what were you doing? <laughs> He's over here, there. I got it. I got it. Okay. Nope, I got it. Here we go. Arguing. <laughs> <laughs> The behind the scenes. Yeah, of, behind uh, the scenes. Of what it takes. Technical difficulties, as always. Here we go. Invite the next guest, who is presented by Northwoods Blooms. <laughs> Northwood Blooms. <laughs> Use the code, code Impulse Show for free shipping. Man, no, that's fucking awesome for no. for a company to believe in our in our hiccup podcast, <laughs> our hiccup filled podcast. Yeah, <laughs> did you send it? I, I'm gonna swing. Oh, I'm, you. I'm gonna swing right <laughs> now. No, 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 I, I sent it. So. I am driving. Yeah, <laughs> from yeah, Minneapolis to slap you up. All right, so you can introduce our next guest, homie. All righty. Well, let me introduce our. Uh, our next guest here. Oh, uh, there we go. You got me. <laughs> I do. All righty. <clears throat> our next guest. Speaking of flower, our next guest is the Impulse Media Sensational Flower of the West Coast. This man is a lean, mean mountain biking machine. I once rode a bike for four miles and called it a career. Well, this specimen likes to bike 10 to 20 miles on the regular. This man could easily smoke Lance Armstrong in a race to the top of which mountain and back down. Some call him the Billy Goat of the Southwest. Is he an athlete we're talking about? Potentially at one point in his time in his career. But this man uh, isn't just known for his athletic prowess and his good looks. He too wields a camera, just like us at Impulse Media. That's right. We've got ourselves another fellow media friend. This man's talents are unprecedented. Unlike LeBum James, he's taken his talents from the cornfields of Lena, Wisconsin, to the legendary Baja 1000. Before he started for before he started filming for the Champ Off-Road Series here in the Midwest. He was a true blue desert boy. He's covered everything in the desert. Uh, He has covered everything that the desert has to offer. The Baja 1000, Baja 500, the Min 400, and King of the Hammers, just to name a few. He films for the Mickey Thomas Pro 2 program here in the Midwest for the Champ Off-Road Series and films for the infamous McMillan family out in the West in the desert. He was there when Luke McMillan won it back or won it twice in back-to-back years. Much like Booby Miles from Friday Night Lights, this man does it all. He films in helicopters, shooting bangers. He's a snowboarder, a world traveler, an airstream connoisseur. And like the United States were two-time World War champs, he's the two-time score filmographer, cinematographer of the year. He's my favorite white in the Southwest. Hailing from San Diego, California, from CN Cinema, we have Caleb Norman. Aw, Boys, missed you guys. <laughs> What's up? 
dude, that what, was what, a... what is going on? That intro though, bro. Dude, I was, you know, listening to the podcast all this week. I was kind of expecting, like, what is my uh, what's my Tito intro gonna be? <laughs> See, we're just really flattered. Like, like I just like other guests, I want to get a boom box. Actually, I want to get a guy to hold a boom box behind me and just play that intro every time I walk into a room. It's like everyone, by the way, click. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah. I actually kind of had to know what happened to me at KOH, which by the way, you guys have to come out one year. Um, every time I walked into the media center, which has like 20 or 40 people on at any time, Jason Zendrowski, who we all know and love, would announce to the entire group, he would stand up and would say, ladies and gentlemen, score, Biddy Gogger of the year, Kayla Bowman. And we just give it, start clapping. Tony, Bink, the entire media room just gets up, starts clapping. I'm just, you know, embarrassed as hell, white as hell. Now I'm a lobster. It was just quite the, the fun week walking into that media room. But uh, moment, hiding my face. We should have uh, Tito do an intro every race weekend for someone. <laughs> yeah, I like he, that. he should do one maybe, for uh, he maybe should talk do, to Mike about. I was just gonna the, say he should do one for Mike Roth before. That's what I'm saying. He should lead lead the intro to the media meeting for Mike Roth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> intro like, Mike Roth. Yeah. This man once held a vest away from me for over eight races. <laughs> <laughs> Almost two race seasons. <laughs> yeah, he once lectured Caleb in the middle of Cranon Field for quarter. Quote, watching a race. <laughs> <laughs> my nemesis, my nemesis of CJ Greaves went to Mike Roth. This guy coming in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's going on, homie? Not much, man. Just uh, kind of trying to enjoy the off season, trying to get back in shape so I can enjoy lots of cheese curds with you fellows once mm. we get back out. Mm. out the area. I really want to check out your studio, though, man. What's Pin that camera around. Oh, no, no. oh, this is just our. It's temporary. Yep. <laughs> it's pink. It's a brown room. There's an empty desk. <laughs> it's pretty plain. Yeah, it's, it's not too much to look at right now. Well, Work in progress. to check it out. Hopefully, it's, it's in Cranon, right? Uh, Lakewood. 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 But, yep. How far is that from Cranon? About half hour. Yeah, it's about a okay. half hour drive. You guys got a shower in there? I might need to stay there during these races this year. Oh, dude, you can stay at my house. I got an extra room. <laughs> Jeffy's got a house now. Yeah, I got a house. Oh, big guy. Mm-hmm, you got mm-hmm. a house in Crandon? That look you just gave. Are you being serious? No, I'm not. No. <laughs> uh, moving in somewhere, Jeffrey? No, mm-hmm. no, no, no. No, no. This isn't no. about us. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> this is about us. This is about yeah. Caleb. Yeah. Yes. Speaking of, dude, how is it like? What's it like, man, being out there seeing all the boys, man? I mean, I know that you guys got like your West Coast crew, and then we've got like the guys here in the Midwest. But I've seen Nogs maybe once since Labor Day, and then I've seen these guys. I mean, a handful of times, um, but I haven't seen Brody. My fucking Brody lives right down the road. Um, <laughs> Casey lives right down the road, but I haven't seen him. Dude, I, I saw, I've seen Kitsman once, um, but do you get to see each other? Do you guys get to see each other quite a bit out there? Yeah, you know, I think I saw, I saw Jason at the thousand this year, and then, you know, so we always see the Elba Baja races, and then Tony lives close by. It's kind of like you, like you live next to Brody, but you don't really see him a lot, but you know, I see him more at races than I do at home, <laughs> but you know, I saw him at the, the KOH, which again, you guys have to go just talk to Greaves, like 
we're you're, you're taking us <laughs> we're gonna go <laughs> but that, that race is really kind of like the one race where so many other medias from outside of just you know like we have our desert kind of scene that everyone shoots the score races then you have all the best in the desert guys and then you have all the short course guys a lot of those different out realms of off-road kind of converge on the lake bed for king hammers and you get to see people you haven't seen in a long time and it's just because it's such a huge event and all encompassing that you get those people that like you know more like the agencies and guys you might see at rally cross because someone's there like all the big tire brands and manufacturers and all the people in the industry are there so you, it's kind of like a big get together of everyone it's kind of like how Cranon kind of is sometimes where you just see people you see once a year at Cranon because they show up for the big race it's like that times 20. Dang see yeah CJ just told us if we're going to show come for our first time just come as fans yeah and spectators. he's like don't leave the cameras behind and just come and hang out that's true but if you can go there and make money and then also get a you just have time to spectate. It's kind of the best of both worlds. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, it's always nice to go out there and make some money. Yeah. Yeah. So no, but it uh, is like a spectacle for sure. Like it takes Crandon. Like if you, you know, you always hear about the Jurassic Park at Crandon. That's like any rock trail at night, like chocolate thunder or backdoor backdoor is literally like two, like a half a mile from the main camp. And like the main camp is like, 35,000 people camped out and probably 75,000 around the whole entire lake bed. And these are just giant rock features, 40 feet tall, hundred feet tall grandstand, just full of people at night. There's campfires, one car, one guy like sponsored a giant box of dildos. <laughs> and when someone rolled, he flipped over and he got, they got rained on with dildos because everyone's just chucking dildos <laughs> at them. And they get the cuss scenes, obscenities, People will break in front of there and then they're all drunk and pissed off. This is at night, not during the race, even the race there's obscenities and that kind of stuff happens as well. But like at night there'll be full on fights over someone cutting someone off on the, on the rock line or getting stuck or breaking or rolling over being a dumbass and just full on fights happen. It's a, it's a fun time. Now listen, now listen, I'm not a really big partier, but, um, <laughs> <He's kidding. laughs> um, if we show up, uh, to uh, to KOH, uh, CJ said to show up as like as like fans before we start working. Is that mm-hmm. is that is that a pretty pretty fair assessment? Tito, you know me. You know I like to mix <laughs> mix the both. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we, oh, we know. We got a taste of that. Yeah. <laughs> that. That Labor Day weekend when we went golfing, I it's it's without a doubt my most favorite memory of you. Yeah, same. So <laughs> did, did I tell you when I dropped him off, Lyle? Yeah. Or yeah. You, you tell everybody else though. <laughs> so, so Caleb is uh, hanging with the natives all day. I think we have to go back. We have to go back because all year yeah. we've been trying to link up and do a golf. Mm-hmm. Yes. And God, Jeffrey yeah. would bail out and cancel. And then yeah. I would bail out and cancel and poor Tony and Tito are just like, guys, let's make it happen. <laughs> and all like we were talking about, like we'll fly out early one day. It just didn't quite line up. And then Crandon happened and we're like, the parade day is a perfect day. We're all done with the parade, kind of done. It's kind of an off day. There's not really any practice left, just sportsman racing. Let's, let's go golf. Yeah. And Kay- and, and Jeffrey wanted to keep doing some bullshit where I was like, I was like let's go, man. <laughs> yeah. So we got tea time set up and he's like, oh, I gotta, do, I gotta do this. Come on, let's go. And part of the reason why I kind of 
had a little too much fun is Jeffrey and I, I spent the whole night prior setting up that, uh, that rig on the, on the UT on Jeffrey's UTV to the car to car shots. Yep. And I was living off the hive getting those car to car shots. The first time I used all that stuff and I was just so stoked. And then you Tito jerk, <laughs> I shot like we shot all that. I put it away. I, I got uh, Tito Jeffrey, you other jerk. You let me use the Komodo, then I had to buy one of those. You <laughs> <laughs> let me use the Komodo, and like we got some shots, and then uh, I was just all high off of that. And then Tito's like feeding me drinks inside Go Pack Em or Pack Em In yeah. or one of those lovely establishments. And then you're like, we're golfing. I'm like, let's go. And then once I had like four or five drinks already and took me to the golf course, you guys did your black magic on me. Yeah, just, <laughs> Drinks magic. didn't stop flowing. We yeah. even stopped at a liquor store on the way to the golf course. <laughs> so at that point, I didn't, I don't think I ate any dinner at, at breakfast or lunch or anything. And it was that point I knew I was done. I got the golf course and I'm looking at the snacks. I'm like, I need something to balance me out right now. And I think he had a, a Reese's peanut butter cup. And that was it. <laughs> Dude, he had a white claw on every hole. I mean, like I like I was doing one too, but he was like on another level, dude. He was just yeah. glug, 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 glug by second shot. I'm like, hey man, I'm like, we do this like one a hole. And he's like, oh, yeah, he's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then by hole eight, I'm trying to set up a shot and I look over to Caleb's laying off the fucking golf cart. And I look behind me and Jeffrey's just sitting there with the camera. I think you did a 360 and I flew off the cart from you drifting the cart. You thought you were racing Cranon. Yeah. You thought it was Aragon Corner and you threw it in there and I went out the side. That's still, dude, without a doubt. Such a great picture. And then, yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, no, I was, I was, Getting to the point where I think you're going to say right now. <laughs> so we get done. Oh, yeah. Right? We lost, by the way. <laughs> and yeah, uh, we need to redeem ourselves. I am, I need to redeem myself. I, I did not, I did not bring my best self. Didn't, self we, didn't we lose by like one? Yeah, right? we lost by one. The if, media, the media, if I crew wasn't completely <laughs> inadequate of a golfer the last three or four holes, we could have, we could have caught them. And I, <laughs> it's, it's my fault. I take the blame. Sorry, guys. <laughs> So we lose a lot of people down, <laughs> brother. <laughs> he goes, brother. <laughs> so, so we get done, and uh, we're, we're driving back to Crandon, and I can tell Caleb is just obliterated right now. <laughs> oh yeah, didn't they tell like, to stop at a liquor store too? Yeah, we yeah. stopped again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we stopped and got more. And then I was like, all right, like maybe he'll be okay by the time we get to the track. And we get to the track, and he's still fucking lit. And he's like, dude, can you, can you drop me off? I was like, sure. I'm like, where? And then he like told me where. I was like, okay, sure. So I drive, I drive out there. Like it's by Mace Bar. And uh, like I pull up. I was like, all right, man, you're here. And he's like struggling to get out. I'm like, fuck. I was like, you want me to carry your like drinks in? He's like, yeah, man, that'd be cool. It's like, all right. So I help him in. Like I'm carrying stuff in. And there are dudes in there. And like I I'd never seen these guys before. It's Mickey's crew and stuff. So yeah, so he walks in and they're like, Oh, they're like, holy man, like Caleb, like where you been? The first thing he goes, he walks in, he goes, Fuck the whites. <laughs> <laughs> and then both turn and look at me, and I was like, Oh, sorry, he's with natives all day. See you later. <laughs> Shit, I when I walk out, I'm like, I'm not staying here for that. <laughs> We apologize. See you later. 
like, sorry for doing this to one of your kind, but sorry. It was, it was all my fault. It was all my self inflicted. Uh, yeah. Dude, uh, without a doubt, man. That, I think that's why. I think that it was in that moment that I that I was like, this, this is probably my favorite. <laughs> it's probably my favorite. I, I won your heart that day, huh? Yeah. <laughs> well, what what's up, what I, I don't know if the the cables know about, and I think I told you about this, but. I like look back on it now and I, and I remember the first time I like met you, not officially met you, but kind of like unofficially met you was at Lena. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't think you like remember me. I'm sure I was just some fucking, you know, plain face dude. <laughs> so this was when I was filming for Corey and Kyle and I got the little like uh, uh Canon camera. Right. And I'm trying to film like the glory hole, or, you know, the hell hole or whatever. Right. And I'm sitting there and I'm getting these kind of good slow-mo shots, like of them coming down. And I'm like, you know, pretty proud of myself at this point in the season. And I like, I'm, I'm fixing something on the camera and I look up and I look to my left and I see this white dude next to me and he's got this big fucking camera. Like he's got a big camera and he's got a really big lens. I'm like, who the, f- who is this, <laughs> this clown? That's rocking a, a like an arm length lens. I'm like, where do you think you are? I'm like, this isn't this isn't F1. Like, you were not on the football field, dude. Like, this is we're in a cornfield right now, and, and he's out here rocking a big camera. And I Literally, got this little bit of cornfield. Yeah. <laughs> and I was sitting there with a little bit of camera, and I was like, I remember, I was like, nice camera, dude. And you're like, yeah, you too. And I'm like, <laughs> I feel fucking terrible right now, man. I got this little bit. Of he goes, yeah, you too, man. Like, oh. <laughs> you so bad. I, I trick because I, I hate, you know, it's, I'm sure you guys are getting the feel of this now when you're rolling around with the red camera and people look at you differently. It's, it's kind of annoying sometimes. Like, I just feel like I'm a dude. You're and a I dude. would do the same thing if no matter what camera I had. And I always tell the people to like, you know, like, what camera should I get? Blah, blah. You should just start. You should just, you yeah. know, like you use your iPhone shooting events. Like, it, it's all about the story and the cameras definitely help, but it's just one small part of it. If, as long as you can tell a story, it, that's what matters. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right there. Well, There's the advice right, right there. Right there. Advice by Caleb Norman. Love it. <laughs> yeah. and, and honestly, that's, a, that's kind of how I was uh, about to kind of begin things. It was just kind of like how you had gotten started. I mean, mm-hmm. like me and Jeffrey and Lyle all talked about how we got started when we were with Haley. And it's kind of fascinating to find out, how everyone gets started, like how Haley had gotten started, how she went to school for it. And we just kind of like, you know, kind of fell into it or mm-hmm. like kind of got really more passionate about it. Like, how did you get started uh, to the point where you're filming, you know, the Baja 1000 winner? Did you got some twisted teeth for me to use? Cause it's going to be a long story. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we're trying to get it from Kyle Cheney actually. He just won King of Hammers. He just won King of Hammers. That's why I'm drinking it, man. I'm hoping to get sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> Rush two sponsored by yeah. Twisted Tea. I like it. Yeah. I like Along it. with Northwood Blooms, uh, if you go to northwoodblooms.com. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, you know, um, I started off BMX riding. I just kind of just loved doing that and I uh, started making some like sponsor videos. They're just like, you know, videos of me and my friends. We just go ride and I always wish I had this camera or something and I eventually like saved all my pennies and bought like this old little Sony DVX camera with a little little tapes and actually before that um i was someone of my family friend taught me how to use final cut pro when i was like 13 
And I used a couple, like, you know, I'm just making like little home videos and whatnot. And then uh, get a little older and I'm doing these Vimex videos. I still had this camera and I'm like, well, I'll just put some, cut some clips up. And I was getting serious about BMX and trying to ride on and started making sponsor videos for me and a couple of friends. And then um, I've had a couple of concussions with BMX and injuries. And, you know, like when during the downtime, what do you do? Make videos or repaint your bikes. So after painting your bike a couple of times, just make more videos. <laughs> Um, I was going, and at the time I was going to community college, I was like 18 or 19 and I took an introduction in a radio and television class. And inside that class was a pamphlet for like, you know, if you took this many classes, you get a degree in video. And one of the classes was Final Cut Pro. I'm like, well, I haven't taken Final Cut Pro in a long time. That'd be really cool to take. And you now it's kind of like just flown around with general ed classes. And I took this class and boom, Hey, and I loved it. Inside there was another pamphlet for like, these are the classes it take to get this degree in digital media. I'm like, well, I really enjoyed that class. Let's just take more and kind of see what happens. And then at that point, I kind of made my mind up. I'm just going to take, get associates in digital media and then go from there. Well, sorry, catch my breath. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> take a drink. Of a tea. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Need that sponsorship. Well, one of my teachers in one of the classes I was taking end up, um, you guys, you know, mad media used to do all, all those, um, short course videos back in the day yep. uh, that he knew the teacher or uh, my teacher knew the owner of there, Matt Mark. And so he got me an internship with them worked. I interned for Mammy for a year. And then I think about 2012 is when that happened. And then I started shooting and working for them full time for the next seven or so years. And so between that time and now I got introduced to short course racing. 2012 was the first year I started going to races. I think my first cranning was in 2014. And I think I've gone to every Cranon since then, except for maybe two or three since 2014. So just been shooting it for, this is 10 years now, this year, I forgot. Time flies so fast. It's my, I think, 11th year shooting off-road now between all that. And, uh, you know, like I said, started as an intern there. Didn't really know what I was doing. I had no idea about aperture, shutter speed. I just kind of learned it all as I went like started off doing the GoPros and lunch orders and picking up the trash. That's why I started as an intern there and then doing more videos. And I kind of just learned as we went, picked the brains of every single like cinematographer that kind of, I really respected. And just, I did a lot of a scene for these people and kind of picking their brains. And we luckily we shot on reds while I was there and I kind of got the feel for them. And after about like four or five years, I knew that's what I wanted to do and make a career and do it on my own. And I just started saving money. And then uh, I kind of had the worst, best thing that ever happened to me after a, a long way, a uh, couple work weekends where I was like 80 hour work weeks, I was super stressed and I was just riding my BX bike at a park coming a full circle. And I flew over the bars and I broke my elbow and you guys, that's anyone who's met me is known or my probably seen this giant scar in the back of my, back of my arm here. Yes, and then my arm, arms aren't quite straight because <laughs> of this injury that I had. And I had nine months that I just didn't work, but I knew that as soon as that injury happened, I went to the darkest times of my life. I was so depressed. You know, I've, I knew I wasn't going to ride BMX again because my, my disability, my arm. And then I just lost my identity who I was as a person. But in that I found it's kind of like a rebirth of a Phoenix ashes. I uh, just knew like this is, I was going to do the media thing. And luckily I got paid on man. He's done to make a lot of mistakes. Jeffrey, I know you're kind of talking about, You've had a couple of different media companies and <laughs> I was fortunate enough to make mistakes on someone else's dime before I started on my own that year. 
and start decided to start seeing cinema. And then I think 2019 was my first year doing that. And luckily enough, um, someone I worked with RJ throughout a bunch of years, his crew chief, um, guy that at the time that ran his pro two program left and started working for Mickey Thomas and who at the time was racing pro light and they were looking for someone to do media. And that was my first kind of big client and like first main client that kind of keeps me, uh, keeps things rolling over here and just start. I knew I wanted to do something different, like quick media next day, turn around edits, like finish qualifying. There's a shot on his Instagram of him qualifying and telling about a place or so like a quick one at recap of it. If he wins a race or podiums, I like to like just bang and edit it out and try to make it more professional, more pro that you would see like an F1 team or, you know, like NFL or NBA would post. And I feel like I've accomplished that. And I try to apply that to everyone else, all my other clients and trying to deliver fast and also, you know, do high quality work at the same time. Yep. Delivering fast is our model over here too. <laughs> Rush Street. <Yeah. laughs> I, I have a couple edits I need to. No, no, no. That's why I made the joke. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, when you worked for uh, um, Madden, what what kind of stuff were you like filming for? Was it just was it just strictly desert? Yeah, so what you're doing that for. Desert stuff, commercial stuff. We did all, I worked for all kinds of stuff there. Red Bull projects did a lot of um, stuff with Flair's Rage at the time and the XP1K series with RJ Anderson, like shot all the, all four of those with him. And that was really cool experience to like kind of experience a, a bigger set, a bigger shoot where there was ACs and a director and grip and grip and lighting it just kind of a, a different mindset that what we're used to out at a, a racetrack or something but you know we did a lot of desert he also they also own the mid 400 so producing tv shows for them i went from you know making sandwiches before race day to editing and the entire tv show with the help of the the team over there so it was it was a great learning experience like i said it got to kind of do everything from the bottom up so I know you said in uh, 2012, you started uh, filming for short course. Did you know about short course before that? Did you, I didn't know. So, any, no clue. Nothing. All I knew about anything off-road related was like glamorous and how dangerous it was <laughs> like at night. And I knew I, I grew up in Southern California, but I never went, my family wasn't a desert going family. We never went to Ocotillo Wells, which is a close local spot. Like I had a bunch of friends that went out dirt bike riding stuff. And I had some friends in, that like got a truck and started building it out and started fabbing it and roll, make it a roll cage. And so I just didn't really know anything about it so much, but wasn't introduced to it. I just rode BMX bikes. Basically that's what I could afford and no, I had no motor, but that's what I could afford. <laughs> and uh, then I started working for them. Like, Holy cow. If you've never seen a trophy truck, Holy shoot. Holy <laughs> shit. Go check one out. And it just kind of got introduced from there. So, and then, you, so short course 20, 2012 and then, uh, mm -hmm. Crandon 2014. Um, what was that like then the first time you went to Crandon? Like, like, had you, so I, I'm guessing if you're in the short course world, what was that like then going to Crandon for the first time? Had you heard about it? Like beforehand, really? Yeah. Hey, like Crandon's like the big dog, you know, uh, end all be all or end of the season, yeah. uh, thing. Like, what was that like then the first time? I definitely had heard about it. You know, everyone that shot it and everyone that, you know, working on the West coast, you'd meet all the West coast riders and drivers and stuff. And they would all say like Crandon's a spot to go. And that's what everyone that we, uh, worked with to all the other shooters be like Crandon's a spot. This, 
there's so many fans and you don't even quite understand until you get there. It's kind of like how I tell you guys about KOH, you do not understand until you get there. In the West Coast, you know, we we get golf fans, but it's not the same. They just show up, park, walk in, check it out. I'm like, you know, like Lean is kind of like that, but Crandon is just a whole nother level of just camping in a, a, a facility built for racing. Like that's its only purpose. And it's kind of like EOX is getting at that point too, you know, with the camping and the facilities around it to make it more of a bigger event. But Crandon is just on another level. And I've always kind of wanted to go into hearing about the grass stands. Like you walk up in the morning in the grass stands and see a couple of lawn chairs and you show up at 4, 8, 4 PM before pro two cup race. And it's just, as, as a lot of people listen to this podcast probably know. And it was definitely a, a sight to be seen for this little white boy from, from San Diego. <laughs> just the fans, the fans are on a whole new level. Like I've, You'd see if you bring merch to a West Coast race and you might sell one T-shirt and there, like the Greaves sell out boxes of shirts within the first day. Like you go to Saturday to knock on the Greaves pit to get a shirt. They, they sold out Friday. Yeah. <laughs> so how does somebody, uh, so you're talking about how you'd have gotten started. Um, when you're talking about saving money, how do you save money in California, man? That, that's the real question. <laughs> <laughs> you live in the trailer for a couple of years? <laughs> uh, what is that, a, a tin can? You say? Yeah, the little Airstream, little tin can Airstream. No, uh, super cheap Airstream. Yeah, find a place to park it for cheap. And, you know, like my, uh, my girlfriend, she's a photographer as well. She shoots a lot of horses and stuff so um she shot along the east coast and she got tired of staying in the hotels every every other spot for a week or so and she likes to cook and whatnot and uh she got she bought an airstream for that and uh once we you know we were kind of together and she wanted to base her work more in california so we could spend more time together we found this spot over here to park it and we lived you know more or less cheap rent for like a couple years ton of years <laughs> i guess and uh you know i just slowly saved like at, you know i bought my tripod three years before i even left the media knowing like well, if you buy a good tripod you'll have it forever like i bought my tripod like i said three years before i even left so i kind of had some stuff saved aside and i got my camera used i bought my lenses used i kind of like spent like knew what i wanted and picked exactly what i wanted and looked for it found the guy wasn't rushed to get it i had a nine months to a year to kind of line everything up so i bought my camera using it came with a bunch of extra stuff i didn't really need i sold that stuff on ebay bought other stuff from ebay I used to sell bike parts from um i would go to swap meets and stuff when i worked at bike shop during school and i sold a bunch of like bike parts during that time as well to kind of help save it get some extra funds for it and made it happen so, yeah. So then he started CN cinema in uh, 2019. So then what's the blueprint? So, I mean, again, you know, you're out, you're out in California, uh, you start seeing cinema. How do you, what's that blueprint for starting, you know, basically a media company, how, like, that's what you do for a living. I mean, I mean, what's the br- blueprint here is okay. You know, shatter your elbow, uh, get, get surgery, be super hot photographer, girlfriend, <laughs> uh, airstream, live in it for a little bit, tripod, eBay and then um cameras and shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cameras what's, what's shit. the what's the what's the blueprint? Is that the blueprint? Uh, uh you know everyone's path is different. That's what I'll definitely have to say right there. And Amen. uh Amen. you know I've, I've 
try to follow a bunch of motivational stuff. Not follow, but you know, it pops up on Instagram and I follow a couple accounts. And the number one thing is just do it. Like I remember watching a Casey Neistat video. He does like through a Nike program. It's called Just Do It. Mm -hmm. And he gets paid all this money. He talks Nike and is making an ad for them. He gives them all this money and just travels the world instead. (laughs) But the kind of the moral of the story is just do it. If you you have a dream, just go do it. Like, you know, Tito, you, you wanted to go shoot a race. So you hit a team up and asked him like, hey, I'll let me make something for you. It was so stupid. Just did Corey, it. Was, you, Corey was so dumb. You know what? <laughs> I think people are done to pay me to do what I do. I make Instagram videos and I make a living off it. Like, it's stupid. Yeah. It's stupid. I, I really I, cannot believe And what I really hate, I make videos and they're vertical now. Like, it's just vertical. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. right. Thank oh, you. I just ran into that problem yesterday <laughs> with Jeffrey. I was but like, they do so good. It's so stupid. I, I hate it. But you know what? It's what pays the bills is what keeps me doing what I get to do. And sometimes I have like these pinch me moments that I'm like, Oh my God, I'm, I'm doing this right now. This is insane. Like this is what I get to do for a living. It's, it's wild. If it's not at all glamorous, as people might think it is like traveling sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Especially when you're a homebody and just want to be home. I'm not necessarily a homebody, but when you want to be home and like, you know, your girlfriend, your dog, being away from them for long periods of time. Like I'm thinking about this Midwest series again and i'm just i kind of want to buy an airstream or a, a sprinter van and live out there for a couple of weeks instead of flying back and forth <laughs> you yeah, guys got a spot i could park it somewhere oh yeah so kind of ruining my day about the whole vertical video thing yeah. <laughs> he's like i'm still thinking about <laughs> yeah. that yeah I, i'm still like reeling about that real <laughs> we, we got a spot on the rest for him right i mean yeah on. mole Powell lake grounds mole lake mole lake probably mole has lake. strawberry moon powell grounds strawberry moon powell, <laughs> you're tell me have to get off yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't uh, step outside after the sun goes down <laughs> if you see a coyote on two legs just close the window yeah <laughs> hey come on now it's dark over. yeah it's dark over here don't yeah. start saying that stuff I love that you live in the city, but you got like the mountain in your background behind you right now to kind of yeah. help make you feel that you're still on Mole Lake. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, that's that's a scene from uh, Twilight. Was that the only thing your ex girlfriend let you keep after you guys broke up? Oh, that is so true. It's so true. He's like, it is one. It really is. So that's the show. I'm yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that was our guest, Caleb. Yeah. <laughs> Every episode I've, I've listened to. Jeffrey's made fun of you about that chick somehow. Like, so wait, why are you Minnesota again? Yeah. <laughs> so I just wanted to bring it up, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, that, that's yep, that's pretty much what it is. <laughs> I, I, I got to pick it out, and then she was like, "Oh yeah, you can keep it." So <laughs> you know, she, you know, she was just she broke my heart. Yeah, so, she was just hating Jeffrey it. at Erex when we're staying there, and we're just gonna come hang out with your place and party. Can we have a ceremony where we burn that painting and mm-hmm. kind of like? rid the bad juju of the ex-girlfriend we can uh, I, oh, sorry sorry tito this is a question for tito not yeah, Jeffrey. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. i was gonna say yes we can <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll help our brother out yeah you know what? Can, we, can we burn it tito i tell you what as long as you participate in the uh second second annual pit area foot races i will i will bring it mm-hmm. and we can burn it i'm not much of a runner i'm definitely more of a uh a cyclist uh, but i will participate 
in this split race. Okay. There's I mean, another one. Is it going to be like knockout for, contest style, uh, like one on one, like uh, tournament style, or is it going to be like a full on line of twenty people should, and should we only do half heats? them take off, and the other half pull a hamstring and one win? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. Should exactly. we do heats where where you got to just like the first heat is like run down shotgun and then come back, and then the final heat is like oh, so we're doing shotgun. Is Twisted Tea sponsoring this? Yeah, yeah. Kyle Cheney threw that idea. Yeah. Like he said yeah. halfway oh. down, you drink a Twisted Tea, chug it, and then you finish out the race. I like this. Is he? Is Kyle Cheney bringing on the twisted tea? Is he supporting yes, twisted yes, tea? He, he is, is racing su- it also. Yes, he's okay. supporting it. I like this. Racing. So who's going to shoot this? So like, if the bear shit in the woods, no one's there to record it. Je- Jeffrey's going to shoot it. Jeffrey's going to shoot. Jeffrey. It. He's going to act like he's going to run with you guys and not take off. Yeah. <laughs> Jeffrey ain't going to fucking run. That son of a bitch did that last year. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think the GoPros. Like, you got to think about strategy wise for playing sick GoPros on people. Like, oh my like, god. We all do this for stuff like, you know, Mickey has like a frontline start. I put a GoPro on the front, like hoping he stays up front. It doesn't get smashed. And I have like front shot. But if you know, if like a shitty driver, you put it on the front, it's going to get caked. <laughs> so you got to think of this for this race as well for people. Like who do you put the chesty on? Like I'd probably put it on you, Tito. Yeah. Because you'd be behind and you're going to see people run. And then, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we got to strategize. You put it on backwards for like the fastest guy. Yeah. So you can see them run. <laughs> Well, you gotta think of who's gonna be the fast runner though. I mean, we got CJ. I've seen CJ run. It's horrific. And then he said that Cheney's got bad knees. I mean, Jimmy Henderson said he's not, not much of a runner. Who's, who are we gonna put? Haley? Haley. Haley. Haley would probably be the fastest one. Haley sounds like a Haley or Caleb. She's she's if she had a dirt bike. Sure, Haley. <laughs> she has a dirt bike. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, but but foot race. Matter of fact, I'm gonna go barefoot just to fucking give myself an advantage. <laughs> Be one with Earth. Be one with Earth. You got to worry about when you stop for the twisted T part, though, and you throw on the the, the Fred Flintstone brakes. Are your feet are your feet that strong in that that rough ERX gravel? Yeah, that's true. I mean, I'm pretty callous. So um, (laughs) I have have like soft tender feet. Like I am definitely not Indian. I have the softest little baby feet. Like you know, Princess in the Pea when she sleeps on the thousand mattresses. That's me with like Vans slip-ons, and I walk on dirt. Like, ow! Is that that, that the Cali in you then? Yeah, uh, no, it's not the Cali in me. It's just I'm I'm soft. (laughs) I'm just soft. Yeah, dude. So how do like how do you even begin a conversation with Mickey Thomas? Oh my god! Good question. I've been shooting for him three years. I still don't know. Because <laughs> dude, you have, to, you have to enjoy the silence. You know that's the best advice I would give, and not be afraid to pick, pick uh, poke fun of him and laugh a little bit. I yeah. feel like I don't know him well enough to poke fun at him. Yeah, he kind of just got to go for it. It's <laughs> like, good. Just go shy guy. But you know, I'm like un- unabashed, shame- shameless at times. So I kind of don't mind being poked fun at. I'm kind of like the, 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 I give myself an easy target, I guess, to be, make myself seem more likable. But well, you just kind of have to go in. I think we're very likable people, though. Yeah, you guys are. No, I mean, he did, it, he, he did invite us for pizza. Yeah. See, you guys got the end. He just doesn't invite anyone for pizza. Dude, <laughs> I, tried. I tried so hard. Dude, you know, when I was listening to the Jimmy Henderson podcast, I didn't realize he as well is from Atlanta. Like, I got to talk Mickey and go on his test track. Oh, there yeah. you go. And they both wear number 44. Like, that's got to be some Atlanta thing. Oh, I didn't even realize that. I didn't realize that either. I didn't realize that. I didn't even realize it either until I, was, <laughs> I looked at his Instagram handle. It's Jimmy Henderson 44. I'm like, oh. Wow. Mickey, well, if Mickey ever went to Pro 4, he'd have to pick a new number. That's or like, or 44X. Jimmy. 44X. <laughs> 
Ooh. Can you do that? No. He goes, no. He's throwing it out there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, be like, no. No fun. Yeah. <laughs> Zero fun, sir. No, but uh, no, when we had pizza, dude, I tried. I tried so hard to have yeah. like any sort of conversation with him. I was like, oh, thanks. For pizza. He's like, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> when he's not so stressed, he's a little more open. But he's just quiet. He's just not quiet. Dog, it was it was Sunday night. We're all going home. Races were done. He did good. <laughs> he did good. He did I don't good. think he had a good weekend, Atlanta. I oh, I lost ten bucks to you. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, that's right. Maybe that's what a little side bet. That's what it. And I think I blamed him too. I'm like, dude, you owe me ten bucks. I bet <laughs> fucking Tito that you win. <laughs> that you why, win. Oh yeah, because he doesn't want to talk to me. Because yeah, yeah Keegan started him. way in the back. You guys didn't. You guys didn't even mention him when you talk about like you know talk to Haley about all like the. Who's the top of the season? Ryan beat. Oh, <laughs> you know that you mentioned Nikki Thomas? <laughs> He's weird. Like, oh, Kyle. Oh, Kyle. 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 Yeah, it's all oh, Kyle, Kyle and Keegan. Oh, Corey. Yeah. Oh, Kyle, Keegan, Corey. Come on. It's <laughs> <laughs> a winner in our hearts, but not a winner. Oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man all right yeah well uh I mean, how do you think mickey's gonna do next season then you know i think he'll be in the top the top three for sure like it's gonna be but it's gonna be so tough you know especially with uh with ducky coming in and pro two it is gonna be a brutal field uh, whoever has the best luck because i think between jarrett I really like, I really just like kind of like top drivers. I feel like, you know, obviously Keegan, the previous winner, yep. Jarrett is got the pedigree for it. He was second in last year without a uh, part a key would have won. Then, you know, Mickey Thomas, who Mickey Thomas, be ready for that thing. Right? Make sure all your kids on bro. All right. Go ahead. I think that who, who won the pro two cup? One time, <laughs> you guys forget he's only raced it twice. Oh. He goes one time, fifty <laughs> percent champion of the Pro Two Cup. <laughs> okay, so who's your who's your top? Who's your? Four he's like then? moving on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got you got the Ryan beat in there. Ryan beats just like he knows how to win championships. Yep. And then you know Kyle Kleiman, you got to throw him in there. He's he won it the year before, and now there's a stacked field, but he still beat Keegan and Mickey. Mm-hmm. And that he's is he getting a new truck this year? No, no, he's not. Nope. I think he's getting a new mentality this year. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> this is this an insight and special insight? Try to listen to that impulse show, or no, you should have yeah, that. You should have went about the one with Kyle. Yeah, should have went yeah, to the reception. What episode number? Tell the fans what episode number that is. Yeah, you should have went Six. to the reception with us. Oh, I wasn't invited. <laughs> we wouldn't even know you were there. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's how bad that went for us. <laughs> Just think oh. how bad the golfing went. All of us were like that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't go then because I would have been bad. with you guys. I had, to, I had to go out in the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> you pretty much undressing too. I went yeah, missing I for like a half I hour. Un- I had to unbuckle my pants, undo my tie, dude. <laughs> I was struggling. Struggling with life, a lot of a lot of fight going on in my eyes. Too. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'll send a, I'll send a video in our group chat. Oh, please, I gotta yeah. see that. Oh, dude. <laughs> no, but if we had to like put odds on it, you know, I, I give Mickey like six to one odds for yeah. the for the championship this year. I would give uh, Jarrett Brooks 
and in three to one. Did you say Dougie's going to Pro Two? That's oh, Dougie, Dougie's, Dougie's in the top five as well. Do you think? Do you, so? Do you have a speed of insight? Dougie takes Kyle for me. Do you got Dougie insight? You got insight that we don't have. Yeah, no, because have, no. Doug, Doug oh. has been been uh, been uh, dodging putting us. dodging us. Yeah, dodging us. So here's my uh, West Coast insight. I, I did come by the the Drunkhold Motorsports. Yep, shop right next yep. to RJ's Anderson shop. Just yep. us. No one's listening. Yep. Pop, popped my head in there. I'm like Doug, dude. Pro four, huh? Gonna do it? It's <laughs> like, unless we get the sponsorship, doing pro two. And it, I think Doug wants to do pro two. I think he won. He felt so good racing pro two. He just wants to do it. So I think it's gonna be pro two. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, he, he even I think said it's in his heart. Yeah, when we interviewed him on the last race, he even said like, if we don't do good this weekend, he was like pro two. And yeah. he didn't do good that weekend. I want oh, him wait. to sell that truck to Mickey though. Yeah, it's a good truck. I want Stilo to go to Mickey. Stilo to go to Mickey. Oh, uh, Kyle Duke sold Pro 4. Yeah, mm-hmm. my favorite Pro 4. You can't take the thing. The thing's number one in my heart. The thing was such a short box, man. He dominated so hard with that. <sighs> I, and I was I was there that year that Kyle won. Every, I think he won every single race in that Pro 4. I was there for 14 of the 16 uh, rounds for Lucas Oil that year, and he was just undefeatable in that truck and i think years later i think even now kyle would take i think i've heard rumor in the rumor mill that kyle's trying to buy that truck back multiple times really dude yeah i remember i remember being so hyped about that like with kyle Duke coming in because then keegan was gonna be the first weekend that he was gonna be fully racing a pro four at crandon i think one of the jenkins had let him race at sturgis and he had like a pretty decent time or it was like one race before that where he jumped in kind of got used to it and then at crandon uh had it not been for a mechanical failure keegan would have been the one to end leduc's winning streak oh yeah i remember that i remember how pissed off fans were when Kyle went up. <laughs> what you're looking at one of them. i was i was so hammered and i was so angry <laughs> I, was so, I was so angry <laughs> so shit-faced on the hill i was so angry I was pretty happy as a West Coast boy. I'm like, we came, we dominated. Yeah. <laughs> Here, we right. anyway, Here we go again. <laughs> uh, I didn't see you drinking the cup that night, Tito. <laughs> I know you drinking yeah. on that cup. <laughs> so, Mr. Norman, what is the big difference between filming in the West and filming in the Midwest? I know that's like apples and oranges, um, but I kind of like finding out like what the difference was between filming out in the West coast, short coat out in the West in the short course. And then in the Midwest short course, trees, trees, trees trees out there. It's really nice. And the backgrounds are so much nicer. And you know, the fans are way better. I really appreciate the fans and love the backdrops. We could have like E-Rex is one of the most beautiful tracks to shoot at. Crandon is always the one of the best. This is the first year I actually got to shoot Bark river and I can't wait to go again next year. Like I always try to like get, try to be creative about my spots where I shoot each race. Like I try not to shoot the same spot twice. Like I'll shoot a different spot for qualifying. That's maybe just a little better, but like a one, one spot kind of sh- shot, a one shot kind of spot while races. I try to go to a spot that can be two or three different shots to kind of mix up the variety. And I didn't get to do that at Bark River. Cause I was just kind of like, I need to go find the best spots. So like the shots I shot during qualifying, where the shots I shot during the race, just, Cause I 
didn't have the time at the track or like where to shoot. So I'm really excited to go back there again and try to shoot something different. Like I always love track walks and try to drive around and see where like could be a different angle, follow you guys a little bit, see where Jeffrey's spots are. Although I can't go to them because I don't have the right yeah, color. <laughs> like, you talk about a quest for the vest. Like I'm on a quest for my yellow vest. <laughs> I, got, I got the red. Now I want the yellow. Mike, please. <laughs> Tito's going to get that yellow before all of us. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to be so pissed. <laughs> and then he's going to just sit in the freaking, like, some of the guys that get the yellow vest and they just sit in the main spots. Like, dude, you can go anywhere. <laughs> Here you are. In the pits. The area. Turn yeah. your GoPros on. Come on. Yeah. In the pits, turn your GoPros on. <laughs> dude, I almost got a blue vest before I got a red vest. Yeah? Yeah. yeah Brody almost gave you a blue vest? Yeah, for turning yeah, GoPros on. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but, uh, I think I, I remember I asked you this during the season. Um, but why, why is there such a huge, uh, love and passion? Do you think it's because you grew up in the, in the West? Why there's such a huge passion for filming, uh, like the Baja 1500 desert compared to where here in short course, it's just, like you said, they kind of just go around the circle and it's the same spot. Like, like, why, like, why is there such a big difference in why, and is it just because you grew up in the West that you have a, a higher love for the desert racing filming you know it, it's it's two different things because short course I, every time you go you know you're gonna get a great shot like there's just so much action happening in one spot like you're always stoked that day because of like and desert racing is definitely a little more of a journey it's a little more of like a like short courses an mma fight i always say and desert racing is a marathon it's not very exciting unless you go to a, a super cool unique spot, but you know, like you might shoot your first spot and then you shoot 20, 30 trucks, you hop in your car and you drive three hours to go to the next spot. And then you get there and you shoot your five, 10 trucks, depending on what your, your assignment is and who you're shooting for. And then you go to the finish line or you drive three hours to another spot. And it's a little more of a full day and you might get, uh, you might get 50 shots the whole day. Or like, I know some people would just shoot the top f- 10 trucks and they go to the spot, shoot five trucks, and they're done. And they shot 15 shots all day. And that's kind of like, so it's it's a different mentality a little bit. I, I enjoy it for the adventure part of it. Like driving down the Baja Peninsula is just in beautiful. It's the, so scenic at times. And then the tacos are amazing. They're like, <laughs> cheese, imagine cheese curds, but in a taco. <laughs> taco form. You guys need to have some queso out of tacos, boys. <laughs> That sounds amazing. Yep, and I'm so hungry. You don't even know what Autobot it is. You're like, that sounds amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's just the way, it, just the way it rolled off your tongue yeah. like that. I was like, I need oh, me some of that. Whisper it again. Say it again. Yeah. Queso Autobot. Un tres más for mis amigos. No, they don't speak Spanish. Yeah, yeah they don't speak Spanish. <laughs> no, uh, no hablo español. Yeah. <laughs> Me wet OC. Those master races, those who Yeah, but uh, Baja is just a little more of an adventure, and it's kind of like it's a little more of a story. Like it's it it conveys itself out to you a little a little longer, and it takes more time to develop. All like short course, you know, like within thirty minutes the story happens and it's so quick and it's so adrenaline punched while racing. It's 15 hours and you could be at the finish like 10 minutes from the 10 miles to the finish line. Your driver breaks, 
and he lost, but he was winning the entire race until that point. Like everyone's favorite scene in racing knows I was winning until with corrected time. People are like I was winning until, and it's just, you hear that story a bunch, but does racing just a little bit different vibe. And like the lap races, you get a little bit more of that intensity. You get to see him a couple more times, but like the Baja is more, they're all point to point or, uh, or big loops. So it's just a little more adventure going to go see him. So you have a little, uh, those races are different. Like, you know, at short course race, we all come together and we all have these crazy stories. Oh, did you see this guy happen, that crash and Kyle go into Greaves and all this. You have those great stories that we all talk about yeah. on desert racing. When you all come to have your tacos together, the stories are so different because no one saw the same thing. So yeah. everyone's just a little more attentive to each story instead of like, Oh, I did see that. They're like, no, oh my God, that was cool. But do you hear this? And it's a little, it's a, I don't know. It's just different in its own way. Uh, I don't know how much of a, of an opinion that you have. Um, but we kind of like to talk about like the, the time versus lapse thing. Oh yeah. Um, I, or, I or you, have, opinion. <laughs> <laughs> you do have an opinion. Yeah. I love it. Okay. No. Well, uh, well, let me hear it. Uh, I definitely understand why they want to do it timed for, for TV purposes. And I, and I can respect that to a point, but it's gotta be laps. It, yeah. you, you, I'm old school in that fashion. Like you just need to check them. I understand it can be sportsmen's to keep the schedule. And if you want to show them, you know, keep them timed, but it's, you know, UTV classes are brutal. Like if you try to do lap class for 40 UTVs going on that course and there's an accident every other lap and, it's not the most fun thing to watch people getting restacked and relooped for another lap. While like the pros, they they need their full like they that has to be. You gotta get your money's worth. You gotta get those laps. And it's kind of like I don't like how it. They're just all of a sudden like we have no idea how many laps we're doing until yeah until they call that that last lap. And it's kind of like as a racer when you're setting someone up. And all of a sudden, like now you have one lap to do it. it I can't, I think it kills a racing vibe. Well, like some teams might have more strategy. Like, I definitely see Kyle LaDuke do this a lot in races. He, he'll sit back and save his truck. And then once they throw the mentor yellow caution for the halfway point is when he starts attacking the field and making his way to the front. I've seen him do it so many times where he just sits back there and you're like, wow, something's wrong with Kyle. Like he must have a sit, not need dot on the setup or something. And then that my, that yellow pops up and then he just eats his way through the field and finds himself on the front every time. I, I don't know how he does it. So I think like with laps, like having a set number of laps, it allows a, that style of racer to be a little more, a little more on point. Yeah. What were we talking about? I missed it. <laughs> yeah, no, oh, oh la- <laughs> last versus. Yeah. Timed. Caleb's with us on the laps. Oh yeah. yeah. But like, I think like, you know, like us, like the, the stock PTV classes should be timed. Okay. All right. But the pro classes have laps like pro, Ooh, pro okay. two, pro four laps. Well, I, I, but could, else, I could be game for that. Yeah. I, I think I, there's like a heavy medium of like getting the TV time set for the timed, but then the pro classes just, yeah. You know, if it goes from three thirty to ten, that's when it goes for live that's, streaming. <laughs> get people what they want. That's some fun racing. Yeah, yes, no, exactly. Like, yeah. NASCAR is a set amount of laps that don't do timed. True that. True that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it usually seems to be about three hour race too. Yeah, and we seem to time it out where it's about a three hour race. Um, so speaking of Baja, um, I don't like. I'm sure. At least I'm hoping. Making a, an assumption here. Um, but did you watch that documentary series or that documentary dust to glory? 
Oh, okay. Ooh. I feel like I hit a nerve. I've seen Let parts. Of it. I've seen parts of it. I've seen parts. I don't. I think I've, I've watched one of them. I think there's two. I haven't watched the the latest one. I watched the old one, but yeah, I've not watched one. the the newest one. Okay, that's why I was like, God, he's calling me out. Shoot, <laughs> I, missed, I missed the second one. Okay, but you watched the first one, right? Yeah. What, what were your thoughts on it, especially if, with it being like 2004? You know, I would. You know, one day I would love to do one of those myself. And I've, I've done the MIT 400 documentary from the whole process of shooting to editing to releasing like all the little features on that. And I would love to do my own documentary feature one day on a Baja race and get my crew together. Like the, all the people I love working with come together to be able to tackle something like that. There's so much planning that goes into those and so much backstory and planning and prepping and following. And cause you got to have, you know, your document documented crews following each each, you know, subject driver team that you're trying to chase as well as cover the action of the race and have those action shooters to get that. So it's a huge undertaking. And it's kind of one of those things like you build a plan and hope it all works <laughs> and see what happens when, at the end when you get it all. And then it's just the headache of editing all that's the, the fun slash scary part of it all. Yep. I get that. Yeah, rush three. <laughs> he goes, yep, I get that. By the way, do you guys need that? Do you need some footage or how deep are you on the cut? Because I can send you some more stuff to scratch your head on. I actually I'm doing really good. Yeah? yeah. The, that the third part's all on Jeffrey. Yeah, yeah. Now no, that I actually oh, yeah. playing Call of Duty. Yeah. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Yeah, we figured that out. <laughs> oh, yeah. I had a realization on Monday. <laughs> just just playing the studio. Like, you know, I got a new studio, I gotta dial it in, I gotta feel the zen, we gotta burn the sage, sure <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> gotta get rid of the bad spirits. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I gotta pray to the creator. <laughs> Mama goes done. Boil them hot dogs. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah. Uh, so hot dog machine in there, huh? Got yeah. a crane in, crane in. Hot dogs in there, huh? Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> a little crane on hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that that actually that would be pretty pretty cool to to do. You know, it's it's what, kind of what I do with um. I try to do McMillan's. It's just try to do my little mini documentaries for the thousand. It's my favorite race to cover, and from the pre-running to there, and you know, if you added both the pre-run video and the the race videos, they both come out like almost thirty minutes long. They're basically mini TV shows. Yeah, that are out there on YouTube. Check it out, McMillan Racing on YouTube and <laughs> kind of watch some of the, the work I do here, but, here. Here's a question that we get a lot, but you can answer this for that McMillan part is how, how much work goes into making something like that from like beginning to end. People don't understand oh. how much work goes into something like that. Oh God. I don't, I don't charge enough for editing. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Cause I was so bad. Like you, you spend so much time editing and I, you know, for what a lot of what we do for the desert racing, you know, you only get a couple spots. So you're trading footage. So it's like, imagine if you guys had a client and I had a client and I, Hey, I'll give you all my Keegan Kincaid shots. You guys give me all your Mickey shots. And that way you guys have five more shots to make an edit. And I have five more shots to make an edit. So there's a lot of that kind of trading we all do. Like all the photographers trade shots with each other because they'll all say like, Hey, I'll go to this. I'll go to race my 100. You go to 200. So-and-so is going to 300. Uh, Bobby's at the finish line and Jason's at the start line. And they all kind of trade shots to help kind of tell the story. And same thing happens with those video guys. We all kind of trade shots. It kind of gets a little messy towards the end of the race, especially for a thousand mile race when your client is, let's say mine, who luckily have been winning. So they're up front and everyone's chasing their guys in the back and they'll miss shots on my guy. 
And then I miss shots of theirs guy because I'm in the front trying to chase in the next spot. Like, you know, the first spot I wish kind of stay, try to stay for an hour and get his, get shots to everyone. So I can have shots to trade at people. And then I'm just chasing my guy the rest of the way and try to get it. He's doing bad at the end of the day. And I'll stay at that last spot and shoot through the field to have shots to trade with people or you like to sell the people or, you know, whatever ends up working out. So you, you, we all work together. I just like, like five or six guys that I'm really got a good rapport with that. I wear like a lot of like the tent media boys. Um, you know, we all know Brian, I help Brian out. Brian helps me out. And then like Bobby from two, three, nine and tuba. And we all kind of just traded each other. And yeah, you know, you know, Bobby, fucking Bobby, <laughs> dude, you, you, you could, you and Bobby could be like brother, short of their mother. You, you guys kind of have the same like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> baby face smile. Look, dude, dude, we, I know, man, dude, Bobby's such a good dude. We, he is, we actually have a, a great dude. We actually have a bet going on now because he's a St. Louis Blues fan. Oh yeah, uh, and I'm just a newly born uh, Minnesota Wild fan. So we got a bet. Damn ex girlfriend, but trading. <laughs> <laughs> no man, just move me up here. Just my heart. You know? uh, <laughs> now she's leaving. She's going, she's moving to Salt Lake City. So. <laughs> yeah, moving further away. Yeah. When are you coming out here to visit me? You guys, you were going to come out for your birthday weekend, and then you flaked on me. We, uh, no, you were busy. Yeah, I, was say, I you thought were you were busy. I you said I can make one of the days work, but I have a job, and that job <laughs> canceled. And I'm like, dude, are you still coming? Because now I have the whole weekend. Let's go. <laughs> he tells me in January, oh, bro, I ain't got this, this job no more. I'm like, dog, we were supposed to be leaving in seven days. He's like, oh, bro, dude. bro. <laughs> bro, bro. Hey, bro. I thought you guys were doing that job with uh with our boy and that, that didn't happen. What happened? That hurt. That hurts. We, that, we did the, ask him about that. Why? Yeah, saw, Tito, Tito did bring that, that up. <laughs> why? Why would you do that? I'll make us? some comments about that off off camera. <laughs> <laughs> why would he do that? Yeah. Why in the world would he do that? Things uh, happen. Yeah. Things happen. That's all. Like jobs. I'm sure you guys have been there before. You have a job lined up, and all of a sudden they're like, oh. This this thing happened. We can't do it anymore. Call you tomorrow. Call you yep. next week. Next next time, buddy. And then boom, <laughs> video. And then a video pops out. <laughs> yeah. Do you know? Um, have you ever heard of Jimmy Chin? No. Like wow. uh, like so. Have you ever watched? Uh, like, do you watch documentaries? I guess. Not as many as I should. For being one of them being aspiring documentarists. Dude. Like I'm so proud of you guys doing the rush. It's got like, I'm trying, I need to sit and edit Bay too long and uh, work on my Mickey Thomas documentary series. I, I was supposed to have it done this year leading into it. And now I'm going to do this year leading into this season. So the episodes will drop recapping his 21 season coming into 2022. And then with the plan of keeping that momentum rolling, making episodes throughout the year, which is going to be really hard with all these races back to back to back to back. It just kind of yeah. sucks. Yeah. yeah. But <laughs> at least want to get two episodes done during the season. And then at the end of the season, kind of have them roll out after that. But let me look up Jimmy Chin. What's he, <laughs> what's kind of stuff does he do? Free solo. So, free solo. Yeah. Free solo. Oh, okay. There's okay. one. That um, one will make your like? palms sweat. 14 yeah. Peaks is another yeah. one. And then See, I just watched you know, the I Rescue. Didn't, I didn't get into 14 Peaks. Well, one that really got me going is like the, you know, the Formula One Drive to Survive. I love that one. I, yes, dude. I was hugely inspired by NFL films growing up as a seven, kid. Like I, my days. aunt had like the old school NFL films, VHS tapes. And I would watch all those. As soon as my, uh, my dad made some good money and we, we got the NFL channel, 
Dot-com <laughs> channel on cable. Like I just vacuumed all that NFL film stuff. Like they did some really cool documentaries on the, how the AFC got started and the, cause you know, I'm a chart. Oh, I'm an ex chargers fan and watching like how the San Diego chargers started. And then, you know, all the NFL film stuff. I just love that stuff. And that kind of really helped. I would say foster my, my love for filmmaking. And that's what really wants me get to do my own documentary one day. And like, not necessarily NFL films, but I'd love to cover. I love the, the documentary kind of style of shooting and the cinematic behind it and trying to tell a story through it all. Like, you know, drive to survive is like, that's my goal is to be able to shoot that one day or shoot on NFL films. Like those are my future goals. That's our goal. Yeah. yeah dude. The rush. Caleb, Let's Caleb, do it. Caleb, that's our goal. That's yeah. all of our goal in this. We can do it together in this, in this room right now. And this, yeah, that's why I love what zoom. you guys are doing with this podcast. And like, I feel like in the zoom room I'm right, like now. right behind you guys, like just, get for it. You've, you're motivating me to want to do my own. Like I, my idea for a podcast is more, more the creative side. Like I want to talk to other creatives and get them and how they started and how, what their goals and aspirations are and what keeps them motivated. Mm-hmm. Cause that's the hard part. This off season sucks sometimes. Oh yeah. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> like for me, my, my biggest fault is like you going so hard, like one week after another, then you got to get edit and go and then edit and go and just, by the end of it, I'm just ruined. I don't want to edit. I'm, I don't want to stare at a computer. I don't want to shoot. I've been shooting for four years straight now. Like I'm, I need a break. <laughs> yeah. Those mental breaks, and then turn it back on. Like just go. Like you know, I was at KOH for ten days, and then come back and edit. And for fourteen days, you're just pinned. And like I need a day off. I need a, to recharge. And it's so hard sometimes when you're got something else booked and you got to get this done. And then this person's calling you about something you shot two weeks ago. And like, that's the hard (laughs) part of just keeping up all that, especially as a single person, like as far as a a one man band kind of operation, like Like uh, it's what's that? I said like Tito. Yeah. Tito. (laughs) Still bringing it up. (laughs) That's Jeffrey's way of bringing it up now. Got it in. (laughs) (laughs) No, uh, when you're talking about like the, sorry. (laughs) <laughs> the editing <laughs> and, then the, and then the season um man because i was thinking about like my um 2021 year is that you know i i obviously filmed for kyle and Corey, mm-hmm. and then i filmed for their stuff and then i pretty much had to wait until i could figure out how i could get adobe put on my imac well, the imac i had was so old <laughs> that i had to go get a new one <laughs> and I got a new one and then uh, I kind of started to put some of the footage together in this and that and basically it's like January to, to May is when I was like like editing like mm-hmm. almost every night I was editing like I would go to work come home make my hot dogs and ramen noodles and I would edit till like 11 Food and champion then, right there, huh? yeah <laughs> and then on the weekends I was editing and so once I finally got done editing the very next week I was with Jeffrey and Lyle then, and then we were in Nandigo and then we were filming the whole season and we got done Labor Day. And I remember I got back here and I was like, I don't want to fucking look at a computer, like editing screen. I don't want to open Adobe, dude. I didn't even want to op- like look at a camera. I think it yeah. was probably a full month before I was, before I kind of got like that the itch. itch back again to like yeah. go back and like, 
film and like yeah. edit and stuff like that. So, I mean, I think that's where like uh, having other hobbies outside of what we do is super, it's super important for me. Like I have to ride my bike, like my, my riding my bike gets me the stoke back and it's something very different. It's more physical and just your, your mind's focused on that. I either like listen to music or a podcast. Like I've been listening to you guys' podcast while out on the trail. Oh yeah. And like listening, listening to the good times. You guys laughing like, God, I miss, I miss going on the short course with you guys and <laughs> hanging by the pit and cleaning your cameras. And <laughs> Jesus, I wonder what that question was coming. <laughs> Silently judging. Yeah, yeah. I, wouldn't, I wonder when so that was going to come up. <laughs> that shit was so funny when you messages the group, dude, I lost. My yeah, I did too. The podcast, like, Oh God, I feel so bad. Yeah. It's totally not. Like that, like I'm just like, oh, you got these nice lens cleaning cloths. I should probably use mine sometime. <laughs> and then I'm like, I got the, I'm so OCD. I'm so OCD. I get the lens cloth and I'm like, I peeled open, not even asking you guys to start cleaning your lens. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I start, I'm like, oh, it's dust in the lens. Like, I start cleaning this. Like, I would do the same thing to my camera. Like, my camera is disgusting sometimes. But I slowly get like full on, like, when I get back from a trip, you can see my workbench behind me. Steal his kettlebells. He's pointed with his arms. Yeah, yeah, you see that back there? Like, you see those bad boys back there? <laughs> 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 yourself. He's on Instagram, man. You're getting yoked, bro. <laughs> oh, dude, I'm trying so hard right now. Yeah. I actually so, like, injured you know, my elbow like you did. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I can't bend it all the way, but oh, I, still, no. I still get it. Would, yeah. You got, you got it. You got to get like, like, you know, sorry. This has been a tangent, but you know, you got to, I feel like you got to have that extra hobby to, Refresh your mind yes. so when you do come back, you can add a little bit. You know, my chick who loves to ride horses, we'll go horse camping together and go fishing in the stream and kind of just be away from everyone's cell phone natures and just it's kind of nice to check out every once in a while. Dude, I saw that man that you guys were like full blown like horse horse camping and shit. I was like, look at oh, this yeah. dude, man. He's out in the middle of nowhere. Being yeah. honestly, I like I don't know anyone else, like any other of my friends. So as you saw, I went um, camping in Colorado. You know, like and July. I, I couldn't think of like anyone else who, who would be willing to go out Ju- and camp. End of July. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I got I got a camping trip, bachelor party, camping trip, end of July. And uh, what's, what's happening in July? Is there a race? And he's like stone shit at you right now. <laughs> so I, I kept carrying the uh, one of their camera bags. Uh-huh. And it was like super heavy, and I was like, oh, I got I got a condition because I got to get used to like hiking up a mountain, walking around. Yeah. yeah. Like, like luggage. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so I was like, and I kept like saying that as a joke where I'd be like, all right, I got to carry this bag. Cause I got a camping trip at the end of July and, uh, I'm going to Colorado. So I kept saying it like, like, I don't know, every weekend. And, uh, but no dude, I, I thought that that was awesome. I, I don't know of anyone else that would go out and like camp like in that wilderness like that. And, uh, so uh, do you, do you hike? Uh, we do hike. We used to hike a lot more. And then, um, you know, we've, we sit, my chick's super into backpacking stuff. So we've done, we've done a lot of stuff like backpacking trips and like little, like little three day ones. But, uh, so we have all the gear for that. Um, we got some friends that live up in Mount hood in Oregon and we'd like to go up there at least once, at least once a year. Usually we try to go once during the summer and once during the winter for like snowboarding during the winter. And then summer we used to do like a little, like hike to a single spot camp that night and then hike back little things like that. But then my chick, she's super into horses. She, that's, that's, that's her world is horses. And she has been having this dream of horse camping. We've got, we have two baby horses. We got them since they were six months to nine months old and we raised them. 
and she's she's really good with training. She's trained them both. Now they're about four and five, only five and six this year. So we we go camping with those horses. And it's kind of been like slowly building with like you know them trading, going so short rides around, and building the confidence with them and us to go further and further. So this has kind of been a dream to do horse camping, and now we. This is the first year that they were old enough to be able to hold my big ass. <laughs> so, <laughs> do that. So we, we generally will we'll find a campground spot that's like they're meant for just horse riders, which is really nice because like when you go to Yosemite, all the camping spots are booked out. Like there's not a single spot, but horse camps are not booked out because who freaking camps with horses? <laughs> not, not that many people. Full so there's this, horse. This, the spots are way easier to get. So like we did Mammoth this year. We did um lone pine uh, off the 305 up in the the golden trout wilderness and we also she did yosemite and but this year i'm going to do yosemite with her and uh probably something so probably another spot you trying so, to hike a mountain with me in colorado next july i'd i'd, I'd hike a mountain with you like my knees my knee is a little messed up but i'm you know the only one way to get stronger is to push through the pain yeah. Uh, I, so that mountain that I failed at, oh man, God. I, uh, I've, I've started training it for it and, uh, I want to go back same day. You same can carry my, I'll help you train with it. You can carry my camera and back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm taking a disposable camera up there. That's what I'm fucking taking. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, no dude, I, uh, I want to go back and, uh, I want to, I want to beat that thing. And, um, I don't know. I, like I said, when I saw you, that you did that, I was like, Oh, I was like, maybe Kayla would be interested. Yeah. I'd be down, man. I, and the one thing too is like all the gear for it costs so much. Like I bought like a fancy backpack that's can hold 70 pounds. You don't, don't want to pack with 70 pounds. So I was like, mm-hmm. you know, we're kind of lucky with my chicken. I like, we have a double sleeping bag. So like, and a tent. So I call the tent shield sleeping bag. And then you gotta, you gotta have your sleeping pad. And the lighter that stuff is the, the better and of course a lot of stuff's more expensive it's kind of like camera parts you kind of get yeah. your kit and then you still like okay i'll take out this really heavy sleeping pad and buy the super light one you get blow up and then you kind of slowly build out your uh your camping kit to make it so you're not carrying a 70 pound bag <laughs> once one time we went camping and oh we we hiked said so we hiked in like 12 miles camped these hot springs and we should have broken the day, hike up so it was three days like one day walk hike eight miles next day four miles in the hot springs enjoy the hot springs four miles back out to the camp sleep and camp back out on our way back out from the camp we saw this couple one mile in the dude had carrying like a 60 pound tent with like straps and they had like a jimbo's trader joe's bag of like food and like just all the wrong stuff and he's like how far is it to the camp like, dude, you're half a mile in. The first camp's not until like six miles. It's like sunset. You guys should probably just turn around because you're going to die. He's <laughs> got a cooler on wheels. Yeah. We, we also happened to camp like during Labor Day. Like, it was some uh, spring break. I think it was spring break. And there's like kids with like 40 racks of bush light and stuff oh, walking down the trail. Like, <laughs> like, I had like a beer inside a cantina bottle. I'm like, this is our one beer we'd have at the very end of this hike and we're going to enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. We had, we had just a little bit of whiskey. I'm like, I'm trying to conserve every bit of drop of uh, H2O that I have. Uh, so Caleb, who's your favorite native? Oh, oh. Uh, this question will never come. <laughs> yeah. Rank it. Rank it for, for me. Rank him. Oh, it's, it's 
<laughs> start from the bottom. Yeah, let's go three, two, one. You're gonna disappoint two people for sure if they're number three. <laughs> so I'm gonna disappoint anyone no matter how this goes. <laughs> number one. All right. I kind of this question was coming. I, I try to put some thought into it. <laughs> you know, what do you always say is first in our hearts, Tito? Who's number oh, one? That's Haley. Heart? Yeah, it's Haley. I forgot. Haley's yeah. always first in your heart. Yep. Sorry. I have to go with, um, sorry, Jeffrey, you're number three. Damn it. <laughs> yes. I'm kidding. He I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, no. Uh, sorry, Lyle. You are number three. But it's no, it's so hard. Like, you couldn't even rake him like that. Podium still. Okay, so. <laughs> oh, okay. So, uh, I'm, oh, here, I'm we here, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. This is the one that matters. And here's, here's why. Oh, I want to tell Jeffrey why you're number two. <laughs> God, why? Why? Is it rush? Oh, okay. Is it rush? <laughs> yeah, it's too late on rush. Yeah, no, okay. <laughs> no, just I feel like me and Tito were like, we're, you know, Tito, why don't you voted for me? So I was like, bro. And plus, I feel like we had a bonding moment on the golf course sharing a cart together. Like, we did. We did. And then, and then, Crane Cup, like, you, you and me just vibe in a different way. And it's maybe it's because we drink. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. 100%. It's got to be it. And then, Jeffrey, you know, I, I appreciate your hustle so much for like, you know, like I don't know while you're a big part of that, of uh, impulse media, but like, man, it's starting your own company. And like that first time I remember I bought a camera, I'm like, oh my God, I, what did I do? I just spent my life savings on a fucking camera. How am I going <laughs> to give myself back for this? It's probably the scariest thing you ever do. Besides me buying a house or having a kid, I don't have either of those. So I wouldn't know. It was the scariest thing I ever did. <laughs> <laughs> and just, it's, you know, it's a, it's a, freaking gamble it is a gamble i like i told myself that day i bet on myself and i gotta pay myself back i haven't paid myself back yet but i'm working on it yeah <laughs> <laughs> and so just you know mad respect for just doing that it's the scariest thing i ever did i can't imagine what it was for you yeah no nah, it wasn't it wasn't too bad like i said it was more of a group decision anyways between me and lyle like Lyle should be number two in this position, <laughs> then, <laughs> because if it wasn't for Lyle, I, I, we seriously wouldn't be here. If Lyle didn't push me to take this new venture, then it, it wouldn't even, you know, I would have sold all my camera gear and I, I wouldn't even be, be doing this podcast right now. So, yeah. you know, props to Lyle and for Tito, you know, for even pushing us a, a step further. So, you know, just, know. um, Yeah. You know, just and I want to push. I want to push it a step further, and dude, let's do Rush Two. You know, um, we had a big, uh, uh, big decision today. Actually, yeah. yep, yeah. yep. We we uh, we're we're going all in. Ooh, like so. I remember because we've had a couple conversations about this privately, and um, yeah, I was gonna say we can, we we can do this off mics if you want. Yeah, um, yeah if we can talk off about camera, it, uh, Jeffrey, we yeah. can give him specifics. After. Yeah, 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 but. But, but no. it's just like, I'll, I'll ask a question that's a little more like, you know, for the fans, would this be for pro two and pro four or it's just pro four? Cause I feel like, I mean, I, you've heard my opinion. It should be pro two class just because of the amount of depth that class has. Pro mod. If you, so, pro mod. Pro mod. Yeah. Sorry. Just why we're going UTV racing. There's CJ. decision. There's CJ. There's Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> nope, uh, Rush Season 2 Pro 2. 
No Pro 4? So Pro 4 is dropped. Yeah. Yep. Sorry, Pro 4 guys. You guys suck anyway. Yeah. <laughs> no, not just... Maybe if you guys paid for some media, we would, we would cover it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, just uh, with uh, how stacked the field is, just like Pro 4 this year, Pro 2 is going to mm-hmm. be the same way. So, we, you know, we got to follow the narrative. And, yeah. you know, like I said, I mean, it was a gamble going to Pro 4 last year. It wasn't a gamble, but it was a hard decision not to cover Pro 2 because of the hype that it brought, brought to and mm-hmm. now with Doug Matei coming in, and like I said, I mean, you could throw a blanket over the first ten drivers, yeah. And one of them can, one of them's coming out on top. Especially with like you know, I, I'd be interested to see like the, the inversion rule this year, and if they're going to keep it to ten, because I think that is just garbage. Yeah. <laughs> Especially, yeah. I know Mickey got one pull at uh, ERX one race. Pulled a fucking ten. <laughs> he's sitting back there with mozzarella in the front row. <laughs> that's just not. That's just not safe, especially on that track. How hard that track is to pass. That's just not safe. It's just. I think there was only fourteen. I think there was fourteen trucks that race. Like that's just not. Yeah. I think it was a twelve. I think he pulled a twelve. That's not. No, no. He got pancaked by someone in that race too. Like it's. Yeah, I, th- I think at most there should be a six inversion. I think I think they had it right the year before where they had a zero pill, zero, two, four, and six. I think yeah. is probably appropriate. I'm sure every driver would vote for more two pills and zero pills. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, but uh, I think that'd be a fun. I, I'm really excited to see what you guys do. And we will talk off air about it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. But no, no. Yeah. So a little, little hint for. Our next next season, guys. So. Uh, I'll try to pr- push for uh, doing Pro Four as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um. All right, dude. So uh, we're kind of nearing the end of things here. I got a couple. Uh, couple. Um, Are we doing Tita after hours or what? I I was gonna ask a few if if that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We got a, a couple little little section. Uh, I'm gonna do a Would You Rather, and then I'm gonna do uh, Tito's after hours. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Marty, would you rather eat? Yes. <laughs> eat. Would you rather eat a fresh double butter bacon burger deluxe from Culver's or microwaved in and out? A fresh double bacon cheeseburger deluxe from Culver's. Butter burger. Okay. Okay. Butter burger. Or, or a microwaved in and out burger. Uh, Dude, the microwave In-N-Out burger is so against everything that is In-N-Out. If you look on the back of an In-N-Out burger, they have a little fine print. Not on the burger itself, but on the wrapper. (laughs) (laughs) And it says, fresh, never frozen. That is how In-N-Out is meant to be served. You do not serve In-N-Out fries five minutes later. If someone asks me, Caleb, you want In-N-Out? And we're going to go drive, pick it up, bring it back. I say, sure, I'll have a double-double. Don't even bring your fries. I don't want that. So on, on that note, like you have to go Culver's just because it's fresh. I'm, I'm a big fan of that. And, but it's fresh now smashes Culver's and smashes any other burger place. I don't care what you say, Tito, you're <laughs> throw your shade at me trying to make me vote against my, my bread and butter in and out. <laughs> Would you rather eat a fresh double Jack in the box burger or 15 minute old animal style fries from in and out? 
15 old men, old male stuff. Oh, how dare you? How dare Dude, you? <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> if you had gone in and out curly fries, ooh, I would, I would go in and out curly fries. Or, sorry, uh, Jack and Box curly fries. I would, Jack and Box curly fries are the best. How dare and that's you, man. biggest flaw is their fries. If they can figure out their fries, they have the game unlocked. I think I think that's what affects my thought on on internet yeah. is that their yeah. fries are god awful. <laughs> yeah, they do not <laughs> lace their fries with crack like McDonald's for sure. <laughs> maybe, maybe maybe that's a, but I guess like I said, I got the animal style fries, and I'm the kind of oh, yeah. guy I eat like one thing at a time. Mm-hmm. Oh, you waited for fries for last time? Yeah. Well, I, again, I get the In-N-Out burger, and I'm like, okay, I'm here. I'm here for the burger, mm-hmm. for the burger, right? Ah, uh, eat the burger. All right, good burger. I go to eat the In-N-Out fries. I pick up one fry and it snaps because all the fucking stuff <laughs> all dry. froze on it. I'm like, dog, I've been here seven minutes and 34 seconds and this is all where, cold already. Where, where <laughs> that was that cold. Los Angeles. <laughs> when I came to film for Corey and, and Brea, okay. like I, I went to Los Angeles, dude. I waited mm-hmm. in line. Yeah, those lines are out. awful. I So I've been, you know, delayed a bunch of times with Mickey and the first time I experienced, like, you know, we have our lines that are in and out and Starbucks. Those are the two lines in California that are just like around the block. I went to a freaking, what are the, the Chick-fil-A? Oh my God. I didn't know lines were like that out there. They were <laughs> literally around the, it was circled the, yeah. the building twice. <laughs> Chick-fil-A is ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, and that's how in and out is like in California during COVID. Oh my God, it's ridiculous. Like it literally was like down the street. You had to like start the block down to go through line because they didn't have anyone inside. Oh, that was the worst. Those lines were terrible, but you got to hear like my road trip, like go to, we leave a road trip, like in and out. You got to have it in and out. All right. I got another one for you. Okay. Would you rather lose all of your camera equipment? Like right now, everything in a fire or make out with your mom. I lose all my camera gear in a fire because I got ins- I got insurance, baby. Yeah, I got insurance, baby. I got insurance, baby. Wow. Right. It's new coming back. Let's try this again. What you know? <laughs> in the world where there's no insurance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all righty. Uh, have you ever heard of uh, Rigoberto's? No. It sounds in like San a terrible Mexican place. Rigoberto's. I mean, Roberto's. I think so. Hilberto's. Maybe. It's it's Hilberto's. All the J's are silent in, in Spanish. It's it's down by the, uh, um, shoot by the saloon. And Is like it Mexican Pacific Beach? Like Pacific Pacific Beach? Yeah. I think it's. He's looking at it. What's it called? <laughs> I swear it's called Rigoberto's. I think it's by like the saloon. It's like oh. this uh, burrito place. All right, I, I'm googling it right now. All right. I, th- I thought you had heard of it. I thought it was like a thing in San Diego. No, it's only one of them, I think. All right. Well, we'll there's a couple we'll of them, but yeah, so there's a couple of shops, but it's probably all like we always joke that it's that the taco shop just ends in Burgos, like Burgos, Albertos, and they're just ending Bur- toes. It's just toes. Alrighty. So, Last one. So, yeah. We'll, we'll do a, we'll do a brown versus white thing. Uh, okay. Would you rather, would you rather fight Brown Town Tony, or mm-hmm. would you rather fight Lyle? Ooh. <laughs> I don't know. 
what's like what's the setup here like what <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, i feel like i have either one so it's not like a you know, <laughs> yeah he's like his brown like, he's like, like his brown town carrying a knife yeah does one of my friends might feel more bad like in a black eye do does brown town <laughs> does brown town have a knife <laughs> yeah probably not oh I, <laughs> but i feel so bad being up tony i would feel so bad does he do his button-ups all the way to the top <laughs> Does he just button the top and leave the rest open? Yes, he would button the top for the fight. He would. <laughs> for the fight, he, he would have it the other way around and be like, "Oh, we're fighting to say," and he so, would unbutton yeah. it down and then button the top. Does he bring the bandana down to like his eyelids? I think he brings the bandana down. Yeah. Does he wear dickies? Okay. Um. So. All racist. <laughs> <laughs> uh. God, I miss I miss him too. Okay. <laughs> so, side note, side note, weird. So you're you're hosting the uh, the celebrity sprint race at Erex. Yep. I'm gonna host the media invitational golf golf game. That. Okay. Oh, oh, there we go. I love that. This is gonna be awesome. Yeah. So so um, there's actually gonna be another media golf game out here, and there's like for charity, fish statistics. You ever follow fish statistics? Yep. Yeah, he hosts. Mm-hmm. He is hosting a charity golf tournament, and Brown Town and I are on the same team so far. We got one other person. There's a spot available. If you want to fly to California, I will pay for the golf if you fly out to California. What? When? When? It's. I think it went live today, but I'll. I'll. Pay, I'll, I'll like what? It's, what? Um, let me look. You, you ask me another question. I'll, I'll send. I'll. And say Tito. Tito's going to be the one. It's. It's in July. It might. It might uh, line up with your. Uh, Oh, if it's July 23rd, I'll be in Colorado conquering mountains. <laughs> conquering mountains again. <laughs> oh, I don't have it on my calendar, I don't think. I'm, I, I had poop in my pants that weekend. <laughs> like while you were walking? While I was walking down, yeah. <laughs> some jerk made chili before. And uh, it kept like leaking out. So, <laughs> so there's uh, that. All right, man. Yeah. So our next, our next uh, series, last last part of this uh, podcast here. Got some Tito after hours. Only got two questions for you, so uh, it's not going to be too bad. Um, already, uh, black or white? Mm. Like, what kind of lab do you prefer? Like a white lab, black lab? <laughs> I I'm thinking a little hard because I remember your, uh, your ones with CJ. And they were about drivers. <laughs> no, no, no I'm, I'm talking about like, like, would you prefer like a white lab, like a dog? Like what kind uh, of dog? Like white lab, black lab, <laughs> black, black lab. White labs are too crazy. Okay. Um, all right. Well, uh, blonde or brunette? Got to get my. You know, I'm, I'm talking about like German Shepherd. You know what I mean? Are we going somewhere more like Shepard Joint next week? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like my first dance paid for. Like, oh no! Hey, Carla. Yeah. yeah. What kind of dog? What kind of dog would you prefer? Like a German Shepherd, a, a blonde brunette kind of um, brunette. Okay. Um, <laughs> I forgot the last one that I was going to ask. Now, got you off your, got your game. You did, man. You did. Shoot, I can't remember. Um, uh, Buttercast or what? I, I, I think I, I think I might have lost. Oh, oh um, what are your thoughts on like a uh, missionary? It's very safe. 
<laughs> it's the go-to. <laughs> like, you know, it's when people, starting, like, when people go position. to like, you know, I met when like people go to Africa and they're like, you know, kind of like trying to save people and yeah. like, you know, praise be he and, you know, the whole like Leviticus yeah, 1846. It's great safe. stuff. I wish I was more charitable. This <laughs> was more given of my time. All right, well, more Bible and time. Those are my uh, those are my questions, gentlemen. So, so if you guys have any more questions, please feel what's, free. What's up, Jeffrey? You got any questions, buddy? Uh, no, I don't. All right, I have some questions. What? Oh no! What's not. your What's your guys's favorite? Like, who? Is you, what's your favorite track for this year? Like, what are you most excited about? ERX. Well, Bark River. Oh, me too. Yeah, Bark River's got to be for me. Yeah, I'm out there with Bark River. I got to go. I, Tito, I as go someone who's as someone who's never ever shot a race outside of the pits, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta honestly. This is gonna this is gonna sound super lame. I gotta go Crandon only because I want redemption on turn one. Yeah, I shot. Like is scary. I was listening to your story about that. <laughs> definitely an experience. I had the first time I race a shot turn one. And I'm going to shoot it again this year. I haven't shot turn one in so long, but like for qualifying this year, I'm going to I have to shoot it because it's been so long. But that is like there. Like, I stood right on the blue, right I, on the blue. I, I was oh just my. I was just going to say yeah. that uh, Tito get didn't get the thrill of standing on the blue yeah. K rails. God, there's nothing like that. It is the scariest thing that ever happens to you because all the fast guys like hug that wall. And holy yeah. shit, like Kyle LaDuke on that wall is just insane. Like yeah. flat out the entire, like the greaves, it's just the scariest thing you ever do. But I'm like, I'm, I'm at the same time, you're like, classes. yeah, I've, I've had um, friends that get like got hit in the eye. Like I always shoot sunglasses for that reason. Like they've gotten hit in the eye with a dirt clod and had to get surgery because they couldn't see out their eye for a while. Yeah. So no, I'm, uh, yeah, but, I'm getting clear safety glasses. I'm not wearing sunglasses. Cause then I, I can't see like the, like the, the stuff underneath you, you, the, the fans can't see, but I have some <laughs> special glasses that are uh, yellow tinted lenses. So you can see at night for shooting short course. And the, in the West coast, we shot a lot of races at night and I bought these glasses just for shooting short course at night for that reason. You just have them sitting like, on your desk. Yeah, they're just, they're on my, dude, it's my bench. It's my office. <laughs> They're just on there in case when I'm packing for a job. I'm like, oh, shooting at night. Grab those. Put them in the case. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. What's, what's your other question? You got any more? Yeah. Um, what's uh, the plan for the are you guys gonna for the office? The the impulse media. You guys gonna do like a uh, shooting spaces in there as well? Or gonna have a like more official podcast set up? Uh, yeah, that's what we're working on right now in this room. Um, obviously mm-hmm. it's pink. Um, but uh, no. Um. We, we want to turn this office that we're in now into the podcast slash like uh, editing room uh, mm-hmm. for people that want to come and edit or anything like that. Use the office for something. You're going to have like a shared office space kind of thing for other creatives to rent and stuff. Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. yeah that's cool. Yeah. And then yeah. Um, the room beyond this wall is our storage unit for all of our gear and everything. Mm-hmm. And on the other side of the camera and everything is our office. So where we do all of our work and watch TV 
and stay here till. <laughs> till. So is your office a lot like mine? It's where you do all your work and where you procrastinate. Oh, do you all your procrastinating? Because I do a lot of procrastinating in my office. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We got a big TV in there. Yeah. <laughs> Apple TV too. Yeah. You know, after the Chargers left San Diego, I became a big uh, soccer, soccer fan, which is like the worst, best thing that ever happened to me. Like the number one thing, the games always happen at like early in the morning or like 1130. So like my chick will come inside here and she'll like, come in my room like i'm like i think i can't do anything today i have to edit i have to edit and she comes in watching soccer huh i thought you had to work i thought you had to work i'm like i'm working on watching soccer it's yeah. two for one get inspiration God, yeah accountability must suck God. Oh. <laughs> okay well i'll end it i'll end it i'll end it i can't, I can't, can't see you boys i miss you guys it's a lot of fun Oh yeah. yeah let me know what that uh, golf weekend is, man. I'm, Dude, we should, yeah. I think we I need to, yeah. Well, we're, we'll uh, reconnect after we, we sign off here. Yeah. That? Okay. I'll yeah. let you guys sign off. We'll reconnect. We'll, we'll have some uh, dates on that. Maybe we can do like a, I don't want to put guests in your show. That you don't want, but then we can do like a Brown town special or you bring Brown town on. Mm-hmm. And you know, we should we'll, do Brown town. We'll yeah. Yeah. Brown town and Tony. So <laughs> make sure you have five twisted teas sent to my boy so he can start the show off as Tony and end it as Brown Town. Yeah. <laughs> and then we'll set the dates for the, the inaugural CN Cinema Golf Charity Contest. Ooh, yeah. That'd be dope. Yeah. Meant for single moms. Invitational. Yeah. <laughs> for single moms. <laughs> and he the single moms on the caddies. Slide in the Tito's DMs. Hey, there we go. It's going to Slide charity. And Tito's Sapphire. DMs. <laughs> and Sapphire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, Caleb. All right, boys. All right, man. Well, good times. Yeah, we'll uh, talk to you in like 10 minutes. Sounds good. I'm just going to sit here quietly until I'm like, I'm mute. <laughs> yeah. To the end. There we go. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Peace. All right. Later, boys. Am I really uh, taking him off or is he going to sit there? Oh, I think I think he's definitely gonna sit there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's definitely just gonna listen to yeah, us at the show. Leave, I'll leave. Send me an invite when you're done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but <laughs> yeah, man, no. I gotta get dinner, bro. Dude, man, that was a good show. That was, man. Yeah, it's nice to hear stories from like the West, like the desert racing type of stuff. Yeah. Like how he said it's a marathon and not just a sprint. How the difference between Baja and and short course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So no, definitely, definitely good, good catching up with him. Yeah. Right yeah. There? You're right yeah. There, Tito? I, um, you, you sound. Uh, you look. He's like I'm lightheaded. I got <laughs> yeah. yeah, no food. <laughs> no. This <laughs> this fucking oh. Hold on, I got water. Hold on. <laughs> He's like, oh. he's like, I'm getting drunk right now. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are feeling it. Feel yeah. a little woozy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a little woozy, man. No, my mouth was so like, um, like the twisted tea. You know when you drink like a lot of, like Pepsi, like Pepsi. Yeah, Pepsi, Pepsi just sweet. Yeah, and you know how your mouth gets all like with like fructose, fructose corn syrup. And it's all like weird. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. It's kind of like how my mouth is feeling. I mean, I. Usually don't drink twisted teas. I might never drink them again. You look like you just like uh, had a strawberry daiquiri. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I look like for a little Uh, bit. (laughs) Oh, it just I don't know made my mouth feel weird. So, but 
<laughs> yeah. Anyways, regardless, no, dude, it was it was uh, it was a lot of fun to have Caleb on. Like I said, I haven't actually like spoken to him like like talk talk like that since I mean Labor Day. I mean, yeah. like you know, you text and message and whatever. But yeah, no, it's it's always awesome to to hear from him. And um, I mean, now that I've talked to Caleb, I mean, I think for me, are you guys are you still missing Nogs, Jeffrey? Yeah. <laughs> me, me and Nog actually text last week. So, oh, did you? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What did he say? <laughs> 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 and I, we're just going over plans for 2023 <laughs> or 2022. So, is he like, are you going to pay me? <laughs> <laughs> he actually was. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you know who the better photographer is. <laughs> But yeah, no, I still miss Nogs. And then uh, Lyle, now that you've gotten to see Brody, uh, who do you miss now? I miss Tony. Just I do talk, too. Just talking about it, I miss Tony now. Yeah, Brown yeah. Town, and he did message us too. Yeah, he did. He showed us support. Yep. I yeah saw the love. Yeah, I miss our uh, fellow minority. Yeah, yep. we got it. We're getting our fix on our media friends slowly. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're slowly coming back to yeah. us. Yes. Yes. Starting off the year very well. Um, you know who I miss too? Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I, I do miss Nogs. I love Nogs. Um, but like Jason. Yeah. His little one liner. He's hilarious. He's a hilarious guy. I don't know. He's like writing that fine line of like being a racist. <laughs> <laughs> He's writing that fine line. <laughs> <laughs> Like every every time he's around, I hear him whispering like manifest destiny. destiny. (laughs) I'm like, what? He goes, let's go get it, brother. He's like, 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 Yellowstone. Yellowstone. (laughs) Yeah. God, I'm not I'm not ready for that this year. How many times have you guys heard that? Yellowstone? Yeah. Yeah. Just cause just because we're native. Hey man, you watch Yellowstone? No. We're going to hear that a lot this yeah. coming because everybody's <laughs> it about it now. Same thing with like when Twilight came out, you know, they're like, <laughs> are you team Jacob or team Edward? And I'm like, are you really asking me this? Like, of course we're team Jacob. Yeah. Like, what do you think? Yeah. What do you think? <laughs> of course. No, no, I should show up at the first race with uh tight pants, uh, <laughs> a fucking button up shirt, cowboy hat, cowboy boots. <laughs> 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 That's how I'm going to show up to Anigo, actually. I think I'm going to make me uh, my own Impulse Media shirt. I'm going to put like a red vest on it, though. Like, <laughs> I'll always have one on. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. <laughs> we, do, I, we do got to do that. We should do that. Yeah, just as apparel, too. People will get a fucking kick out of like it. Like our first merch, like, here's your first. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> our first merch drop is just like impulse with like the red vest Dude, it would it would sell out so quick i think too dude oh my god i want like dude uh, dude if you guys are all listening to this comment comment <laughs> comment on mess- the, the message us on the impulse show on instagram and say yes please yes yeah let, let us know if you would buy a uh, impulse t-shirt with a with a red vest on it yeah, some impulse merch. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be hilarious. That's <laughs> uh, gonna get us in Mike trouble. Would be so yeah, I was just yeah. gonna say that get us Everyone in trouble. Everyone showed up day one. 
to uh, see people with red vests in the stands yeah. and shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, my uh, God, yes. But um, your roommate would definitely, your ex roommate would definitely buy one. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. Uh, but, I think what I'd be worried about is people trying to get on the track. That's, that's exactly what would happen. Uh, <sighs> but yeah, no, good show. Good show. Um, yeah. Do we, do we know our future guests at all or? Um, not right now. Um, I'm trying to work on our, uh, potential future guests. Um, or you better hear kind of we got one week. No. <laughs> yeah, 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 right. Uh, talking with a, a big, big potential guest. Uh, he's very interested. We're just trying to work out uh, a time. He did uh, clarify he does want to jump on. Um, and then he asked if we would do like evenings. And I was like, yeah. I said, we've, felt, we've recorded any time from like 11 a.m. till like 9, 9 p.m. at night. <laughs> I was like, so... I was like, whatever time works for you. So he, uh, yeah. So I'm trying to, trying to finalize that and then uh, we can get him on the show. Big guest. All yeah. right. All right. That'd Sweet. Be interesting. That'd yes. be a good one. Yes. Yeah. If I'm thinking big the same one. person that you're thinking. I think of. we all are. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'd be, it'd be, it'd be a big one. He's like I said, he's uh, messaging me today and I'll, uh, I'll try to. Oh, whoa, 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 get a, whoa, get a big date. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Stop, sorry. To, I'll try to get a, a solid date on it. All but right. um, otherwise you might have to call up another close friend or something to, to fill in until then, but. <laughs> all right. But alrighty, man. Uh, I'm Tito Labine and um, this has been the impulse show. Running a little long here, but you know, that's how we like it. Like it long. Uh, with <laughs> me, as always, Jeffrey Keeble. Dude, appreciate you. Lyle Keeble, appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Miigwech. Yes. And thank you guys, honestly, so much for uh, for listening to us yap every week. Um, we just really appreciate it. And uh, we hope we keep making you guys laugh, man. Yeah. And thanks to our first uh, sponsor. Thank you so much. Definitely appreciate it. Yes. Thank you, Northwood Blooms. They're an online wood flower florist providing unique alternatives to fresh flowers for weddings, home decor, and gifts. Uh, go check out what wood flowers are capable of on Instagram and Facebook with the handle at Northwood Blooms. Uh, and you can shop at northwoodblooms.com and use the code impulse show, all one word, uh, to receive free shipping with your next order. All right. All right. Well, we'll see you guys later. Uh, ho! Peace. Later. This is how legends are made.